This podcast may contain some strong language. Hello again and welcome back to Leicester's The Place podcast uh, with me, Jerry Taggart, and him, Big Matty Elliott. I'm delighted to say that we have a fan's favourite from back in the 90s on the show today. So much so that they still sing his name from the stands. Yes, it's the one and only Ewan Roberts. Welcome along, Ewan. Cheers, Tags. Yeah. Good to see you, mate. Both well. What's that like? What do you think oh, of the facilities here? I mean, because obviously I've seen footage of it on the club's Twitter account. You see photos, but when you're coming down that little lane and you turn left, oh my God, what what a facility this is! Um, sofa's not too bad, Ellie. Sofas are good. Nice sofas are good. Sofas are good. Matty's got the yeah. biggest chair, has he? Or oh, the yeah. bigger chair? I need it from my backside, don't I? I didn't like to say that to him. <laughs> Get there before you do. Yeah. That's spectacular, mate. Isn't oh, spectacular. I mean, you've probably only seen half of it. I, you, I, I suppose you need a facility like this now at the top level to attract top talent. Yeah, certainly on the, on the youth side, probably as much as yeah. anything. I, I mean, it is. As, as you turn left, it's like wow. Anyway, it's not about yeah. time, Graham. This is about you, son. And uh, we're seeing far too much of each other, by the way, these days, aren't we? Working together and uh, back in the day playing against each other. I'm just yeah. wondering if this situation ever occurred, but no, probably not. Probably no. not, did it? I played against Tags when he was a young lad. Um, he'd just broken into the team at Barnsley. Um, I had a night out in Barnsley with Steve Agnew when I was a Leicester player. I can't remember what the bar was called, but Tags was in there running the show. <laughs> but yeah, my, I think... Doing a DJ Literally. set. You, you owned it, didn't you? <laughs> no. I think I first came across you, Marty, when you were playing for Oxford. Yeah, in the, well, the championship, as it was back then. I was obviously playing for Leicester. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later yeah, we'll on. Yeah, we'll come on to that. Yeah, let's get a few a painful questions. Painful memory, like a painful memory. For you. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Come on, get going, Elliot. Yeah, exactly. Well, I suppose... As is often the case, we'll start at the beginning-ish. How does a, a boy from North Wales end up in not-so-sunny Watford? I mean, what the you, age of what? What were you, 17? 17, because I'd stayed on to do my A-levels. And considering I only had three O-levels, Welsh language, Welsh literature, and I forgot what the other one was. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I stayed on at school so I could have another year of playing for the Welsh schoolboys team. Um, and don't forget, I'm, I live on the west coast of Wales, quite high up, just underneath where the arm comes out in Wales. In a little village, a Welsh-speaking village, come from a Welsh-speaking family. Must have been about 2,000 people in the village. Um, right. But I was playing for the men's team in, in Harlech, which played in the Carnarvon District League, which, believe you me, toughened you right up. Do you know what I mean? Do you only play in, like, local... Yeah, non-league yeah, football. Yeah, it's not, you're not yeah. a, an academy. No, no, no such thing back, mm. back, back then. Um, never got asked to go to Wrexham, which was just over an hour away from 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 where I was. Never got asked to go to Swansea or Cardiff, which you thought you might have done. Uh, Shrewsbury weren't too far. Um, anyway, the the manager of the Welsh um, under 18s professional team uh, was a fellow called Winnowing from Carnarvon. And he was best mates with Tom Wally, who was youth team manager at Watford. Right. So I think Wynne had got Malcolm Allen there. He'd got Malcolm Allen to Watford. 
Um, so, it, I think... Are you I, from around your way, then? He, he's from not far from Snow, uh, Snowdonia. Not far. I've played against Malcolm a few times um, growing up in, in the local leagues in, in, the, in North Wales. Far from Snowdonia. That just sounds like a, a world away <laughs> to me. But. It's, it's a, but I didn't know him. We didn't go to school together, but we played against each other a few times. Right, yeah. So, anyway... Did you have to pack an overnight bag? When no, you didn't. No, you yeah. didn't. <laughs> so, away he, game. so, when rang Tom, got a big centre forward. Of course, back in the day, Watford were a little bit direct, like big Ross Jenkins. Just Colin a little West. bit. Yeah. So he's right down your street. Not very quick, uh, but, you know, he's, he's, he's decent in the air, blah, blah, Good blah. Good looking. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't own own teeth back then as well, back <laughs> in the day. Um, so, I went down, had a couple of, couple of games, um, and... At 17, they decided to give me uh, a year's apprenticeship, which... But it was a massive move. Apprenticeship, so it wasn't... It weren't a... a professional contract No, no, it was just a year's apprenticeship. Right. And you think, you're talking five hours from... Yeah, it's a big move, isn't it? Yeah, it's a huge move. And I'm like with... What, living in Diggs? Living in Diggs, lived with um, Warrell Sterling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that little right winger, uh, a lad from... Highbury, Stevie Thorne was a proper cockney geezer, do you right. know what I mean? His old man was a, a, a black cabbie driver. Um, and back then, I think 99% of the lads were from the London area. Yeah. Like, um, Tim Sherwood was, he was an apprenticeship at the same time. The Holdsworth twins were from, from the East End. Yeah. Um, there was myself and a lad called Neil Dowerty who lived in Barrow and Furness. We were the only sort of outsiders um, in that dressing room. But I tell you what, even though, yeah, for the first two weeks, I, I rang home every day. I can't settle. I want to come home. <laughs> and it's not as if you've got mobile. That's not surprising, you is got, it? You've got to find a kiosk back then. There's no mobile phones, is there? Anyway, that, I settled down. I was lucky. You're not allowed to use the house phone in your digs? Wouldn't they like... You, you could have, you could have, but they can hear everything you're saying, can't you? Well, not, in, not if you're no, speaking fair, I used to go out. Yeah, true, yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. When yeah. I was in digs, yeah, I used to go... Use the telephone box. You can't use theirs. Using their, their money, isn't it? They only pay for your food and your bed. Mm. And tell me, this was Malcolm Allen, a Welsh speaker as well. Yeah, he was fluent Welsh. Yeah. yeah. Which Tom Wally is a, a fluent Welsh speaker. Um, so that definitely. So that helped. Malcolm, it. Malcolm helped me settle down. To be fair, he did help me settle. A funny guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. He's good lad. Good lad. Well, that's yeah. something that's worked well for you. That's the Welsh speaking, isn't it? Well, down, we used to speak, down the line, but we used to speak Welsh on the pitch. You see. Right. Like whenever you see. Because back then it was like the old reserves, but yeah. a really good, really good league. Because you used to, used to get experienced pros sort of coming back from injury. Um, I remember playing against, do you remember Mickey Droy? Oh, exactly. Unix. Exactly, at Chelsea. <laughs> played against him. Graham Roberts, like Paul Miller. Yeah. Absolute animals. animals. Mickey Droy and Steve Wicks, it was for Chelsea. At the back. He was the blonde. Blonde bombshell. Yeah, yeah, and Mickey, yeah, yeah, Mickey Droy yeah, was. Yeah. But it was, Andre you know the Giant, wasn't he? They, they go on about in the 23s and the 21s now. I tell you what, give me that reserve league any day yeah. of the week. Because mm. hey, you're playing at the stadiums. Okay, yeah, there might not, might not be many there. Might be three quarters empty or even 90% empty. But as I say, it's playing against experienced pros who are no nonsense. Who are going to go straight through you. Yeah. It was brilliant. David James was also coming through. Yeah, he was... Keeper. He was a young lad, uh, David. Um, what an athlete, by the way. I think he did the high jump for England and he threw the javelin. But I tell you what, he's a he's a really good artist. Yeah. I've got a photo at home that he that he sort of 
not painted, it's all done with pencil. Um, just a, me and my Watford kit. Uh, a talented lad. Well, good with his hands. Rod Thomas, oh, another one. <laughs> Rod Thomas, I mean, he was the next big, big thing. thing. Next big thing was, um, he was a Wembley boy, uh, broke into the first team when he was 16. He, he weren't, he was about five foot seven, five foot eight. He was absolutely rapid. Mm. And he, he, the, he was going to be the next John Barnes player. They, they beat us in the cup final, youth cup final, in 87. I was at Man City. Okay. And, and the second leg, you was, it, was it Watford's ground? You beat them? No, they beat us. Because the they, they lost to Newcastle a couple of years before. Um, and, and I think Gaza played for, for Newcastle. I just missed out on, on, on that one in 87. Yeah, mm. he, that's from Man City. But he was, he was a little pocket rocket. And he'd have played above his age group at the yeah, time then, wouldn't he? That's right. I mean, he, he was going to be the next John Barnes. Balanced, yeah, pace, great right foot. Just got things a little bit too early. Yeah. Got, got carried away with everything. Um, maybe things got to his head. I think he ended up playing for Carlisle and then just petering out sort right. of thing. Yeah, career finished. So talk, talk to us about your debut then for... Uh, well, see, a lot of people think, for, right, for the debut was against Man U mm. when I came off the bench and scored. Oh, yeah. But my debut was um, against Big Terry Butcher. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got told on the... Colin West was injured. I got told on the uh, on the Friday from Graham Taylor. And he would, Graham would never name the team until the day before. But he wanted my mum and dad to travel all the way down from North Wales to see me, me, me have my debut. So he said, right, uh, pulled in the office after training. He said, listen, uh, starting tomorrow against Ipswich. Um, ring your mum and dad now from my office phone. Tell them, we booked them a hotel room in the Hilton Hotel in, in, in Watford. Um, close playing for everything, which was brilliant, you know what I mean? That's uh, good, isn't it? Which was brilliant, to be fair. Made me debut against Ipswich. We drew nil-nil. Was it Butcher and Osman? I'm was not it? sure who the other centre-half was. But Terry Butcher was... But you're thinking at the time, can I start next week? You know what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, right. lads, he was an absolute gentleman. Yeah, he's Absolute. meant to be a decent he, fella, isn't he? he? He talked to me throughout the game, say if I sort of just nicked one in the air, oh, good header, big man. Couldn't, couldn't beat you there. If you had a good first touch... You, oh, you can't imagine that being that nice. Honestly, he was, he, was, he was an absolute pleasure to play against. Because I'd watched him... <laughs> you don't say that very often, do you? Play, play, watch him play for England with a... Headband covered in blood, or that was a little bit bit after that. He wasn't thuggish, though. He was wasn't. He? He was you know, like ne never, never came through me, or never laid a glove on me, really. Which he didn't need to. I mean, he you. was worried what the reaction might have been. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> what was the score? Nil nil. Right. Yeah, but I did all right. I did all right. But that because um, I think it might have been the Easter period where we had we had Arsenal away on the um, Monday, and I was going to be starting that. So my mum and dad went back to North Wales after the game and the few of us had got had arranged to go out for a pizza in St Albans on the Saturday night. Um, and you know the rules, you can't go out, mm. you can't be seen in a licensed premises 40 hours before a game, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there was, there was about seven of us. We've gone, into, we've gone into St Albans, gone to the pizza restaurant, table's not quite ready. So what we've done, we've gone to, to the pub next door um, and a soft drink while they were... I swear to God, I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to God. The other lads were drinking, but I, I, I had a, I think, oh, well, soft Coke or whatever. Anyway, soft Heineken. We, we didn't know, 
Tom had spies. Yeah. Everything top. <laughs> Tom had spies everywhere. Tom oh. had, and there was um, this lad called Barry the Boxer, and um, we didn't know at the time that he was in the same pub as us. That that writing down. <laughs> what everyone's having. I'm ringing Tom out saying, oh, "I've just seen all the lads out." Anyway, we were in on the Sunday, and um, the lad who I lived with, Stevie Thorne, who was out with us, he's he's come running up towards me as I've got into training. He's gone. Robbo, Robbo, Tom knows everything, Tom knows everything. It's like <laughs> North London accent. That's not bad, that's yeah. what, what, what do you mean? He said, he, he knows we were out, he knows who was there. And I'm like, fucking hell. I'm, supp <laughs> I'm supposed to play against Arsenal on. Yeah. on. So uh, Graham Taylor's called uh, a meeting in the, in the home dressing room at Mickridge Road. Everybody's in there, all the senior pros, the staff, and absolutely tore us to pieces. Fucking hammered Tim Seward, best not first time you've been out. He made your debut, fucking big time Charlie. Um, anyway, to cut a long story short, he, I didn't play against Arsenal. But you yeah, got the hook. I got the hook, yeah. The old shepherd's yeah. hook. He put Malcolm Allen in front of me. He, he, so did he hook all seven of them then, or what? Well, no, they weren't playing. Right. I was the only one. They weren't, they weren't involved in the squad, you see, because they were, they were 17, 18. I was, I'd made my debut right, on the okay, you're the only one. Yeah, right. I'm the only one going to be involved against Arsenal. Um, dropped me, put me, put me on the bench, Malcolm played in, in, in front of me. Malcolm scored. Never did that ever again. Learned my lesson there and then. Mm. What, what, what was he like, Graham Taylor? Great bloke. Yeah. Oh, honestly, a gentleman. Um, always used to ask how your parents were. Don't get me wrong, he had a side to him. And I don't care who you were as a professional. Like, you could be the best player. You, you did not want to. And we had like people like Tony Colton, obviously mm. John Barnes, Luther Blissett. Um, we, the, some top, top players there. They would never, ever, ever cross him. And he weren't the biggest man, but oh my, he, he had a, a scary side to him that you didn't want to see. But I tell you what, what, what a lovely, lovely fella. Brilliant. Did you ever meet Elton John, by the way? We, yeah, we, a few times. Um, we went to every, before every start of the season, he had this massive house in Windsor. Um, and he'd have a party for all the staff. I mean, it's not like football clubs now where there's staff everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like uh, yeah, maybe a couple of hundred with the, the players and their families. And he, he put this big marquee and there's always be a theme to it that the, the people serving the food and the drinks would all get dressed up. And he had, do you remember the C, is it Sinclair C5s? Yeah. yeah. He had about seven of them. <laughs> and he had a little sort of, yeah, the lads were loving it, honestly, racing each other, these Sinclair C5s. He took us to, I think it was a season Graham Taylor left, I think it was my second season, we were due to go to China on an end-of-season tour. Um, and obviously Graham went to Villa, so we didn't have a manager to take us. So Graham, uh, Elton John went, well, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the lads. So it was him and his, his oh, what was his agent called, John Reed. Yeah, John Reed. So it was him and John Reed. Uh, I think there must have been maybe Steve Harrison or John Ward yeah. overseeing everything. But the first training session we had, Elton yeah, John, yeah, the, his track honestly, suit and all that. <laughs> no, he had these massive like boiler suits that he used to travel around in, and the cases that he used to bring. Oh my, he had a case for his glasses, case for his hats. But such a such a nice man. Anyway, the first training session we went, we had. He didn't take it. No, no, he joined in. <laughs> so he was running Even around worse. in this massive boiler suit with one of his hats on, with his sunglasses on, <laughs> and, and someone sort of didn't put quite enough on the past to yeah. him. 
Tim Sherwood's gone straight through him. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I swear to God. He's gone straight through him. He's gone up. He's limping. I'm, I'm all right. And, uh, um, uh, oh, Billy, the physio. I can't remember what his second name was. I don't know. He's come on and said, listen, you better come off. You better. <laughs> Chairman, you better come Coach off. Chairman, yeah. But he bought us all a, a little Ming vase. Um, all the all the squad and still up. Mum's got it in her house. Been worth a few quid now. He didn't sing any songs. To you, he did. Oh, yeah, there's uh, a, no like. He, 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 yeah, we were. No refer. We were in the song we changing in, the words. We were in this hotel and uh, they had a piano bar upstairs. So one one night we're in there. And he's singing all these songs. We're all sat round in a little semicircle. Anyway, Joe Publix walked in, didn't he? And. Um, He's tapped someone on the shoulder. He's gone, uh, Elton John, Watford Football Club. We know we're the players, you egg. <laughs> so and it's not nowadays, you just have your camera phone, wouldn't you? Yeah. So he's, he's gone out, gone back to his room, um, got his big old camera, and he's in that much of a rush, and they had like sliding doors. Mm. So he's running back towards the room, didn't realise that someone had closed the door, <laughs> gone bang! <laughs> we saw him the next day, his nose was all over his face, he had two black eyes. But yeah, he, he, he sang us a few songs, yeah. gave us our own little personal concert, bless him. You win my brother, you are. He didn't sing I'm, that. I didn't have my eyes, that's <laughs> lost on me, I tell you. <laughs> that's one of his best Rocket songs, Man. Daniel. Rocket Man? No, not Rocket Man. Tags the crooner. Yeah. He, was, he was on the concert, Mrs. Went to see, see him last Saturday. It's, it's Still not, going, isn't it? It's not too about the people reckon all Welshmen can sing. This one can't. This one can't definitely sing. So I never joined him. You're admitting that? Yeah. I'm, yeah. You're, that. Not, you're not bad. You can croon a little bit, Tags, can't you? I don't mind banging out the old karaoke number here and there. Yeah. But I'm in your camp, you. <coughs> Leave it, mate. Leave it. But uh, anyway, on to footballing matters. <coughs> Watford. Had a good time there, decent enough time, didn't you? It was you? the best good, sort of good starting good ed education for you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Can't even say that word properly. But yeah, it was a good sort of upbringing, a good start. Um, right and wrongs, how to, especially with great, not just how how to conduct yourself on the pitch, but probably most importantly, how to behave off it, sort of thing. After that little misdemeanour, of course. Yeah. Um, I think those were the be biggest life lessons I learned. Didn't play as many games. As I would have liked, I think the short of seventy, I think only nine goals, which for the centre forward isn't isn't a great ratio. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a good way to start. Yeah, it was a good way to start. Yeah, good ground in there, isn't it? I yeah. mean, like you say, some of the pros there. You think? Do you play with Steve Sims? Big Simsy. I uh, used to say we'd have it's a Leicester City. We'd, yeah, we'd have mm. we'd have a practice game, and he'd be marking me from a corner, or I'd be marking him from a corner. He'd be like, oh, he'd be looking at an aeroplane. He'd be like. I wonder where that's going to. And I'd be like, what, Simsy, what? And then he's gone. He's, he's gone like, okay, he's done me again. Yeah. Good lad, Steve. He was involved in the coaching staff here for a little while, wasn't he? Used to. Mm. I think Graham Taylor sort of, I think Taylor took him to Villa. Graham Taylor, I think he was at Lincoln yeah. with Graham Taylor. Uh, took him to Watford, took him to Villa. But um, signed Mark Falco. Did he do yeah. Villa games? Spurs, I mean, yeah. best header of a ball I've ever seen. Really? I remember in his first training session, um, he, we'd finished, anyway, he Who's got, it's Falco? Yeah, Mark yeah. Falco. And he, he was coming towards the end of his career then, but he'd been a top player at Spurs and won the UEFA Cup and FA Cup and, and, and stuff like that. And I can remember um, after the first training session we had, he sort of pulled a couple of lads, can just cross me board from both wings. And he must have been out there for about 45 minutes, just back post, bang, bang. It. And I'm like, 
if that's good enough for him, yeah, um, that's got to be good enough for someone like me starting start my career. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Like, just little bits like that. I mean, obviously, you recognised it, but you probably didn't think too deeply about it. But you just see something, yeah, I won't mind a bit of that. I'd and before you know it, that's a big influence on your career, isn't probably it? Probably more of his technique of heading the ball, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. And the height he used to get, honestly, it was, it was incredible. Incredible. Leap. Mm -hmm. None of us had that spring as such, did we? You could, you could hang there for a bit, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah I could. I, used to... I needed tags to lift me up, <laughs> and vice versa. Which, as younger Madge, was no easy feat. <laughs> Even in his prime. Harder these days, mate. Harder these <laughs> days. I, I had a prime. <laughs> yeah. So how did, how did you, you leave and Watford come about then? You? It, it got to the stage where I was, I must have been about 21, played a handful of games. And I needed my career to start, really. Mm. Um, so you were in and out of the team? Yeah, yeah. Most year. And um, it was, I think it was Dave Bassett. I think he'd, no, he'd taken over from Graham Taylor and he'd had a tough time. And I like, Harry's a good bloke and I, I got on really well with him. Didn't get a chance. It was always going to be hard for someone yeah. who ever took after, oh, after Graham Taylor. Anyway, Colin Lee, who was the youth team manager at the time, uh, who I got on really well with when he was youth team manager, all of a sudden he was promoted to first team manager and he, his assistant was a fellow called David Hay, mm. um, ex-Celtic player. Yeah. I yeah. really... You know, it, it, Chelsea, wasn't he? Chelsea Celtic, as well, wasn't he? Yeah, I think that's probably where the connection was because yeah. Colin played Colin for, Chelsea, yeah. for Chelsea. <clears throat> um, I didn't really hit it off with him. I don't know why. Anyway, it got to the stage where uh, Colin had said to David Hay, tell, tell the... They used to call me Uzi back then at Watford, not Robbo, Uzi. Yeah, I, didn't like, I didn't like that nickname. <laughs> a bit soft, isn't it? Usually. <laughs> as in? Just short for you, one, I think. Oh, I was thinking as in Mark Hughes, understudy as such. No, no, yeah. I, I wish, I wish. <laughs> uh, it basically told me that um, I wouldn't even get in Collins' reserve team. So I'm like, if I can't get in the first team, if I can't get in the reserve team, what's the point of being here? The reserve team, so there's I, only 18 pros on the club. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> It's a bit harsh, though. Yeah, a, a little bit. I hadn't done anything wrong, really. I wasn't a, a young kid. I wasn't a troublemaker. I, weren't, I didn't have a reason to throw my toys out of the pram. Maybe he heard that you'd been out on a Saturday night and had a soft drink. But I'd learned my lesson from and that. And that's that why you wouldn't get having proper reserves, drinks instead that of having a beer. That, exactly. never, that would never happen again, and it never did happen again. <laughs> anyway, um, I think the only club that came in for me were Huddersfield. So like what league were they in? They were in um, League One, the old third sort of thing. Old third division, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Owen Hand, great bloke, um, not a Republic of Ireland, a Dubliner. I think the, the old yeah. Republic of Ireland manager, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, went up there. I went to sure, but I thought, well, career's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, and they'd sold Craig Maskell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was an absolute hero up there. I think they, I can't remember where they'd sold him for, but he'd scored a bag full of goals in his time there. And they were signing me for a, a, a then club record fee of, I think it was about 250 grand, which is penis now, isn't it? And they were expecting big things, I tell you. And they got a big thing. I was about two stone <laughs> overweight. Um, <laughs> I think, what, what did I get? I got about 15 goals in my first season, which nowadays ain't bad. They were for 250 grand, they were expecting Maradona to walk mm. through the door and they got Madonna. <laughs> Honestly, and, and a fat Donna. And a fat, yeah, he, he liked the Donna. He liked the Donna. <laughs> Donna Kebab. Kebab, yeah. 
So for the first six months, oh my God, I was getting slaughtered. I would F off back to Watford, useless, blah, one thing or another. And it affects you, you know, it's like you're in the dressing room before the game. You're a young boy still, aren't you? Oh, yeah, and I'm like, I, what they're going to say, what they're going to say today, you're in the toilet and I might be being a little bit dramatic and you're like, what? feel sick and mm. anxious and that's no way to go out and play a game. Um, but I, I got through it. I thought, oh, I'll show you. I remember we played Bradford away at Mali Parade. And that's a little bit of a derby, Bradford. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like West Yorkshire derby. And you know at Bradford, you come out the corner, didn't you? Yeah. Well, we've, we've, first half, we're losing 2-0 and there's, we've got half the ground. And we're, we're walking up towards the tunnel and all our fans are behind the goal there. And there's only one person that's getting hammered and that's <laughs> everything's aimed at me. And I'm like, here we go again. Yeah, how is it my fault? And then we've conceded to blame the defenders, blame the centre halves, they're getting away with it. And anyway, we came back out, second half, uh, we drew the game 2 2, and I scored both goals. Right. And I saw at the Touchwood, that was the start of my career with them. I sort of slowly won them over, and it, it was sort of due to those two goals against Bradford. Lost a bit of weight as well. True, true. Because I always used to, I had a bad habit, right? When I was, even when I was a young lad, even as a young pro. I would wake up sort of two o'clock most nights and have a Mars bar and a can of Coke. What? Yeah, honestly, but it became a habit. Became a habit. Well, you, you, you set your yeah, alarm by it? No, 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 you just wake up. <laughs> I, I don't know why. You wouldn't have found me waking up at two o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Mars bar, and it's not, there was no Diet Coke or Coke Zero. It was, Mind you. It was a full fat Coke. No, that was like two stone overweight. <laughs> I was going to say some nights you wouldn't have got me in the, I wouldn't have been in the house at two o'clock. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. more like it, isn't it? Waking them up. Yeah. It's funny, the weight issues though, it's constantly oh, a problem yeah. for me, probably the same with you. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I remember at Torquay, I was <laughs> left at the end of the season 14 stone 5, came back six weeks later 15 stone 9. Ewan, I was like, Ewan, seriously, we used to get wet on a Friday, on Monday, <laughs> but on a Friday, so he'd starve himself on a Thursday, yeah. right? Go in, he'd be the first one in to go and get wet, get wet and, and everything be, yeah, okay. But is not no witnesses. No, 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 no. It was all all, all, all your scores okay. were published yeah. to all the yeah. rest of the players. Everyone knew what who where what. Go training, come back in. He'd sit there with two plates of food every Friday, two full plates of food, trying to recover, or from starving himself on a Thursday. Or the third one with the bread on as well. Yeah. It wasn't not a good day before the game, but. And then on a Monday as well, wouldn't it? Rehydration and stuff. You'd See, that's poor though on a Monday on a. I mean, well, yeah, I would eat after the game. Obviously, lost weight. Then I'd pile it on, whatever, and go out for a curry, whatever, and then wake up. Sunday. We've got bad Sunday, metabolism, or whatever they call seven it. Seven pounds overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Good weekend, mate. <laughs> and then, but I wouldn't drink or eat anything till Monday lunchtime after training. So by the time I got Monday morning, I was back down, yeah. dehydrated as anything. See, I fell out with a, um, a sports scientist. Um, at Watford because of all this weight weighing. Because he used to do it before the game. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because if I was... You don't want to know if you ask me. If, if I was 14, if I was between 13, 10 and 14, if I was anything below 13, 10, it would be a miracle. But yeah. if I was anything in between that, I'm in a good place mentally. Mm. Yeah. If I get on those scales and I'm 14, one, I'm like, you might as well not play me. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's playing on my mind. I said, Dave, I'm not getting on the scales, mate. I'm not doing it. That's no, pointless, you are what oh, you are, isn't you? Oh, a game. Mm. No, not anyway, what's he going to do? What's he going to say to you? 
you need to go in there. You might have got. You need to get in the sauna. Yeah, exactly. Five, you, might, you, might have got, I might have got fined. I'm not too sure, but I had, had a chat with Nigel Worthington about it. I said, Gaff, I'm, it's, just, it's just ruining me going on there if I'm overweight. Bonkers. Wait me on a Friday if you want. Fair enough, and find me if I'm overweight on a Friday or, or a Monday. But don't do it in 10 to 2 before, or 10 to 3 before we go out mm. to play a game. No, bonkers. You've got things going at Huddersfield anyway. Yeah, except my second season, the best one that I've had as a professional, um, got 34 goals. We, we had a good side, and still now, I, I look back now and the team that we had, Peter Jackson, Simon Charlton went on to play left-back at Southampton mm -hmm. for, for many years. We had um, Simon Trevitt, who, until he um, done his cruciate ligament um, in a pre-season friendly, back then, if you did your cruciate, well, if you, yeah, yeah, if you had a cartilage, mm. it could, it could yeah. finish you back then. He, he did his cruciate ligament, jumping over. Like, you see the little strip of red and white thing you've got? Played a pre-season friendly somewhere. He just jumped over that, and he landed for his leg, then his cruciate. He, would have, he definitely would have played at a much higher level. Um, we had Chris Marsden, little... Southampton. Yeah, great left foot. Um, Phil Starbuck. Yeah, yeah. Find Starby from, from Nottingham Forest. Technically, mm. really, really good player. There's great strike on him. Uh, if he on Ura. Um, and if he was a good lad, if he was like, he's a clever, I don't know if you've ever played. What are you against. laughing at, if he? No. <laughs> um, remember the Rumblows Cup final, where they had the, the sprint, they used to do the. He did that. He, he was in that, that, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, it, it, who, it, who's the lad? John Williams, wasn't it? Oh, John Williams. John Williams, the postman, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He started at Swansea, went to Coventry. Anyway, if he won our regional one, the West Yorkshire one, if he was, I mean, he had a physique. He never lifted a weight in his life, but he was just made out of marble. And he's a really nice lad, Liverpool boy, clever lad, went to university. Works for the PFA now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, yeah. Anyway, he, he obviously, so we've, he's, he's going to be at Wembley, isn't he, before the game, the Rumblows Cup sprint final, blah, Bad blah, blah. Was, wasn't it? So we, me, me and Jack have... He, he wasn't allowed to take his wife for the weekend. You're taking me and Jack and we're coming with you. <laughs> and you're getting pissed on the on the on the Saturday. I think it was the Saturday, the game was on the Sunday. And you're coming out with us on the on the Saturday night. Anyway, uh, so they're, they're all there in the line, they've warmed up, they're going down. And for some reason, if he doesn't hear the gun going off. No. <laughs> he, gets, he gets there. John Williams is finished, and if he's still starting, he's like, what? <laughs> Can we not do it again? No, no. Big occasion, yeah. yeah. your chance is gone, mate. Your chance is gone. <laughs> I mean, he didn't get much stick for that. I was going to say, I bet he got on, mate. I mean, he's, he's such a clever lad, but he didn't have much common sense. <laughs> not literally the John whole Williams leg. He's just dipping. And, yeah. if it, and the big if was still in his starting position. That bad? It wasn't like he started. No. I had to look round and 20 yards later. <laughs> he was crouching down. <laughs> he was saying bolt like, but oh, we, we were in the stands. <laughs> And it was the old Wembley back then. We absolutely. I bet he didn't say nothing for a bit, did he? Just oh, like he got at each absolutely other. hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should have had that tenth point last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I didn't know bear affected your ears, but there you go. I didn't. <laughs> 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 I nearly fell for it there. That's a tickle me, that one. <laughs> oh, big it. You'd just be, like, even like six months later, you'd just be thinking about it. <laughs> he would know, wouldn't he? If you just started What are you, big John Williams, though? Oh, he, he was a flyer, wasn't he, John? Williams? I mean, they were. I think John was a little bit smaller in 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 stature. Oh, he's, he's tall lad. 
Not as built I mean, as if, if he was if he was six three, wasn't he? If he was built was he six yeah, three, he was he? built like a like a sprinter, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Similar height, but he'd have mm -hmm. he'd have given him a good go, I think. Mm. If he could hear. So you scored what was it, thirty four <clears throat> No nowhere near uh, promotion, anything like that? We we season? finished third. And obviously first two go up, finished third. How how would we finish third? We played Peterborough in the in the uh, playoff semi-final, we drew 2-2 at their place, thinking, oh, that's going to be enough. We'll beat them at Leeds Road. Because uh, it weren't like the John Smiths as it, as it is now. Mm. I think we lost 1-0 or 2-1. Anyway, we, we, we lost that. And that's the closest we ever got with, with Huddersfield. I signed a new contract when Neil Warnock became manager. Um, and I got on really well with with, with that. I know he's... He said things and he's done things, but he's all right. Do you know mm. what I mean? If he, and he sort of looked after me. To be fair, he a lot did. Of players say the same. Yeah, yeah. he's he's a lot of players. A lot of players have you'd, played for him. You'd like yeah. him, yeah. I, I, yeah. Did, I used to. I don't know if I liked or didn't like playing against his teams, but I wanted to do. Wanted to get one over on him. Yeah, yeah. He was the opposition manager. Yeah. I'd speak to other players, Keith Gillespie, for mm. instance. He loved him. I mean, I got I got on I got on really really well with him, um, but within within four months of me signing a new contract result, they sold me to Leicester because they he he had to. Well, you got paid up a little bit a little there bit, then. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he, he he needed money to to bring players that he wanted into, the, and the only offer that anybody had made for any of the players that were that were there were. Well, myself sort of thing. I think it was Notts County, Leicester and Coventry had sort of all put bids in for me. Right. And I went to all three in the same afternoon, um, got in the car on the, coming down the M1, went to Notts County, had a look around Meadow Lane. I think Russell Slade was there, kind of, uh, what was the chairman called? Derek, Derek, Pavis, I think. And he was like, I thought, oh, this is nice. Anyway, for some reason, I still don't know why, right? Instead of going to Notts County, Getting the car, coming down the end, coming off at Junction 21, going to Filbert Street. I went straight to Coventry. And Phil Neal was the manager, and I went to their training ground. And I don't know what it was, like first impressions, and just didn't weren't too sure about Phil Neal. I don't know why, because I'm a Liverpool fan. Mm. Um, he's a Liverpool legend, but I'm like, nah, I'm not not sure. I'm not sure. Not sure and about him. Yeah, personality yeah, wise. a little bit. Yeah, got to got to Filbert Street, massive car park. They're just building the, the new carling stand. I'm like, oh, I like this. And do you know what? I went straight into Brian Little's office, and his office was, you know, where the carling stand and the Filbert Street end yeah. stand, mm -hmm. that, the little stand. His office was just above there. And as soon as I met him, I'm like, I want to play for this bloke. I, I, he's such a gentleman, such a nice man, such a soft nature about him, but he had a he had a side as well that you some player yeah. as well, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, great winger, wasn't he? I, and I, I just hit it off with him, hit it off with him, and um, signed there and then. Got back into the car uh, and got back to Huddersfield. Maybe debut. Well, that was a Thursday. Uh, maybe debut against Wolves on the on the Saturday. Yeah, I've I've just worked out something <laughs> because I've been doing a little bit of research. Yeah. And. I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but your time at Wolves, which we'll come on to, you say like you haven't got particular, or you weren't particularly keen on the Wolves supporters after you yeah, left there yeah. anyway. Well, that might be part of the reason why they're a little bit harsh to you. 
What, my debut? What, your debut? Mm. You scored two goals. They remember things like that. That was... Uh, I mean, I'd never, I hadn't scored on my debut for... Well, it's the only time I scored on my debut in all six clubs. Um, we're 2-0 down at half-time. Stevie Ball scored two. We're getting booed off, and I'm like, oh, what, what am I signing for here? Um, I should have maybe gone to Coventry down the M69. Um, we've, and back then, because it's a brand new stand, there was porter cabins that we used to get changed. Yeah. Anyway, and this, is, this was typical Brian, right? Didn't go mad, didn't raise his voice, took Colin Hill and Brian Carey off, brought on Larry and Richard Smith. Um, cool, calm, we went back out, drew the game 2-2. Um, and yeah, and as a centre forward, that, you, that first goal can't come soon enough. Mm. I mean, Norwich, it took me till November to get my first league goal. One set, a bad start, getting slaughtered. Leicester, I scored two, two on my debut. Um, I think the first header is probably one of the best headed goals I'd ever scored, right in front of the cop as well. Um, and then we, I can't remember who we played, I think we played South End or someone away. My second game at Filbert Street, scored against Crystal Palace. So the Leicester fans just bang. It was a yeah, good start. it was a great start. I Got couldn't have running. I Here's... couldn't have wished for the better start. Well, I could have. I could have had a trick on my debut, which I which I should have had. Um, That'd have been nice, wouldn't it? Oh, all down. honestly, and if you ever seen if you ever see the chance that I miss, you'd be like, did you miss that? Like Billy Philpott's the real you and Robert. Shows, yeah, the, yeah. Carlos. <laughs> 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 That's what you've probably signed. <laughs> well, the both headers. You no, say um, no, the first one was a, a header. The second one, I've sort of... Uh, Gary Mills, he made both. Great cross of a ball. Um, and I've sort of out-jumped the, the centre-half, knocked it down to David Speedy, who's missed from about two yards out. I think he's gone to head it. It's come off his shoulder. I've first to react, and I've mollet, uh, smashed it into the roof of the net. Uh, place has gone mad, but the one that I've missed, like uh, Lee Philpott's gone down the left-hand side, he's put a great ball across the six-yard box. And it's one of those, you know, when it, before it's got to you, think, happy days. It's in already, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that easier chance. All I've got to do is make contact. Would that have been your third? That would have been the third, yeah. Right. I've, made, I've made contact, two good contact, and it's gone straight into the cop, in it? Honestly, I'm like, oh. I mean, I, I got mad at the match and he... Back then, you'd go to, is it the Gasworks? Does that make sense? Yeah. Where you'd go there. No, I, I had to go to a hotel in, in the city centre to pick the Man of the Match award up, um, which didn't bother me at all. Um, I should have had three. And that does sort of, when I look back, I'm, it does sort of rankle with me a little bit. I didn't yeah. score three every day. Mm. There's certain games, isn't there? Even I have a couple that you look back on and it gives you the heebie-jeebies. You know what I mean? So that was obviously one of you. Yeah, yeah. On your, as a centre forward, it, it was it was a great start. It was a great start. You start winning people over. It helps, doesn't it? Off. Here's a bit of trivia for you then, lads. Talking about porter cabins and getting changed. You remember the old Filbert Street dressing rooms? We used to have glass panelling, old wooden uh, boards, and there used to be a glass panel when you you went in. They were brand new back then for me. Wouldn't they? They've yeah, had, yeah. Been, but, yeah. But I mean, as an opposition were, player, playing at Filbert Street in the away dressing room. I never played. I very, very no, I never played yeah. as an away player at Filbert Street. Yeah. Very unique, very ornate. 
sort of dressing room it was. Yeah, thanks for that, Tokes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so you mentioned there, speedy. So up to up to that point, had you always played in a pair up front? Yeah. More often yeah. than not, because that was the case. Yeah, back, it was two up front. Back in the day, that yeah. was regular, wasn't it? Four, four, two. Yeah, standard, wasn't yeah. it? Very occasionally come away from that. But um, the speedy, interesting character. Ah, oh, do you know what? I, He's a I bit loved, of a boy, isn't I, lo I loved him. I loved him. He, and he was great with me. He was horrible to play against. Oh, I yeah. bet. Oh, man. He was horrible to everybody in the dressing room bar me for some reason. I just, he was his own teammates, was he? Yeah. You, you he looks that tight. You two would have hated him because... Well, I've met him since and he's, he's sound. He's like, mellowed he's out, right. yeah. yeah but he was fiery, I tell you. He was a little Tasmanian devil. Talk about, you talk about Mark Falco being good in the air, but he was, oh, he could, he he was could unbelievable yeah, he could for the He could hang. He was some player as well, wasn't he, Speedy? Good player. Or not? Oh, no, he's... Yeah, <laughs> you well, disagree. You, you look at the clubs he's played for. Yeah, exactly. Speaks for itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Liverpool, Chelsea, Blackburn, when they were... A combination, though, you two. Did you enjoy, yeah, you enjoy big playing man, with it? Yeah, typical big man, little man. I mean, we used, to, we used to play hard on and off the pitch. I remember when we won... Hey, he's um, going to be nice to you, by the way, isn't he? Why? We were setting him up half the time. Well... Right? Your flicks and... Um, we, when we beat... Who did we beat? We beat Tranmere in the semi-final of the playoffs to reach Wembley. And I, had, I hadn't played because I'd broken ribs. See him myself, Gerald. Yeah. Believe it's not like me, is it? I, I missed the last six games of, of, of my first season. Twatty had done my ribs at the Manor Ground. Oh, he saw me come in a tree. I was too nice. He was He had that in his Because I, I used to love taking four or five steps and running across the centre half. Because yeah. you can see me coming, you do a bit, little bit like that. You can, he's, well, he's seen me coming a mile away, he's just gone. Stick to Oh, right. straight here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two ribs. Um, All watching, you see. What was I saying? Speedo. Oh, yeah, so yeah. The, the, after the semi-final, um, we had a day off on the Wednesday. I was going in for treatment. Um, gone in, it's about half ten. Had a quick meeting, ten minutes, if that. Um, Speedo's going down there. There was a pub not far from Foss Park, and I can't remember what it was called now. Something landing or something like that. Um, he's going straight down there. And I'm like, oh, Speedo, I can't come. I've got a treatment. And he, uh, it was Alan Smith and Mick Yeoman, yeah. the two physios. Yeah. Yeah. He's just gone, he's coming with me. He'll be in tomorrow for treatment. We were there from 11 o'clock in the morning. It really must have been 8 o'clock at night. Well, it wasn't hard, was it, with them two? They were <laughs> with, with Alan and... And, and Mick. Mick. And Mick, yeah, they're good lads, aren't they? Mick was just happy to be there, wasn't he, really? <laughs> Mick Yeoman. You know what I mean? Now, nah, neither of you would have been there when... Um, I think I broke Mick, Mick Yeoman's ribs Mick as well, you know. <laughs> That's another story, totally. <laughs> Mick had a phobia for spiders, hated spiders. Um, I remember Gary Parker finding this massive, hairy thing in, in the dressing room up uh, Beaver Drive. And I, <laughs> Hang on a minute. There's a couple of connotations there. What, 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 what? Around around. A massive hairy thing in Beaver Drive. Spider, spider. <laughs> massive, say spider. massive hairy it's spider. <laughs> he's picked it up. He's gone in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the physio room. He's gone behind Mick, pulled his collar back and just dropped the spider. That. No. Oh, <laughs> Mick's just frozen. <laughs> weren't breathing. That's typical park, though, isn't it? Typical park. It is, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought there was more to it. Oh, there, no, no, no. To be fair, that's it's enough. Lucky, lucky Mick's still with us. 
It's, so, it's not nice for anyone, but he oh. got phobia. Oh dear. So did David Speedy <laughs> used to bully you into going out with him then? Uh, to be fair, I didn't say much bullied. Yeah. I didn't say much bullied. No, I meant bullied the physio. He bullied the physios to let me go, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah, I should have been. Well, to be fair, broken ribs, there's not but a lot you can do. You still have an option to say, no, I need physio on me. But there's not a lot they can do, is no. there? Crap ribs are crap ribs, or yeah. broken ribs are broken ribs. You can't, can't ultrasound, it's not going to fix any quicker, no. is it? No. So we went out and got pissed. <laughs> and so we've just reached Wembley, so. Guinness. Guinness. Reached, and he'd, he'd been sent off in the game as well. He picked a fight with. Eric Nixon, remember the goalkeeper? Yeah. He was another unit, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. He was another unit, yeah, he picked a fight with him for some reason. Yeah, not the best idea. Both got sent off. So he, he, he was suspended for the final anyway, because him and Nixon got sent off for, for the fracas that had happened. So he knew that he weren't going to be involved in, in, in the final anyway. But yeah, he was, he was great for me. He was great for me. So you didn't, you didn't feature imagine. in the final at all? I, I did, I started. Yeah. I, because I literally... And how were your ribs at that stage? They, it, it was about six weeks. Um, they're still a bit sore every now and then. I trained on... I think I trained two or three days before, before the, the final. Um, and on the, on the, the day before the game, Brian's pulled me to one side. and said, I want to start you tomorrow. How do you feel? I went, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, Gaffer. I'm all right. Um, fitness word, you, know, you can't do anything, can you, mm. fitness-wise? So... Um, we're playing Derby as well, who were a good side. Yeah. Derby who were spending sort of millions with oh, the, the squad that they had. Craig Kitson, Short, yeah, um, John Harks, Mark Pembridge. Um, I mean, they had some big hitters, do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and as little old Leicester, the old East Midlands Derby as well. That adds a little bit Three to Three lumps it. up front, wasn't it? Me, Ian yeah. Ormond, Roy do six down. A big Walshie. Yeah. Big Walshie. And I, they, the club only signed me because Walsh, he'd, he'd sort of played up front, scored a few goals, done really well, done his cruise ship at Middlesbrough, I think it was. But then he was in a similar boat to me. He'd only trained for a handful of... But you know, Walsh, he's That's like, constant Walsh. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he'll... Never properly fit. He'd run through a brick wall for you, glass door for you, wouldn't he, Walsh? Anyway, yeah, played three of us up front. So there was only... It weren't going to be pretty, was it? No. It weren't going to be pretty. doesn't matter, though, does it? And they, they, I, think, I think Tommy Johnson went through. I mean, we could have been... Two or three down before Tommy's put them, put them ahead. One, and then towards the end of the first half, I think it was either Ian Coatsworth or um, Simon Grayson who just put a ball in the box. I think it was it Larry? Was I, think, I think it might have been Larry. And I've seen uh, Martin Taylor, the goalkeeper, coming out, and I'm just fucking clapping him. I'm, and it was Roger Milford's last game as referee. How he's not given a free kick? It's GBH. I mean, how he's Seen not. It. So. <laughs> And then, so Walsh, it's bounced to Walsh, Walsh's headed it, and you've got Paul Williams. Williams. And he yeah. had a bad haircut. He sort of shaved all his hair off, and he had this little line of hair there. He's gone to head it, <laughs> and he's completely missed it. I don't know what was and that. Got, oh, and then, but I only he lasted. He just bounced, didn't he? Or I oh, I definitely did something. Somewhere. But I mean, I lasted about maybe an hour, if that, and then they brought uh, little Julian Jochim on, who terrorised him, to be yeah. fair. And he, he started the move. For, for Walsh's second goal. Mm -hmm. yeah. Played it to Lally. Lally put a great ball in. Big yeah. Ian Ormanroyd. Good header. Good save from the keeper. And Walsh is there. Are. And do you know what? It couldn't have happened to a nicer player. And I know you two know him far better and have spent more time with Walsh than he deserved it for what he'd gone through that season with his crew shirt and one thing, one of the injuries that he'd had. And that, he'd, that's at that stage of his career. Yeah. He had a whole other part of it he'd, after he'd that. He'd been at the club for nearly 10 years then, I think. So it was fitting that 
he scored both goals that won his promotion to the Premier League. Yeah, to be fair, Walsh has been involved in lots of major moments. Yeah, yeah. seen everything, isn't he, with the club? Yeah, seen everything. And he was you know, part of it. He was massively involved yeah. in it, wasn't he? You never think you'd see a front three. <laughs> Walsh is the smallest out of the three. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that these but days. Not marginally, but I between mean, you don't two. Don't get me wrong. Me and Walsh, we, we were quite physical. Big Sticks was soft as shit, really. Yeah. Big Ian was, he was a, was awkward, he was a wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a little bit softer than, yeah. than the two of us. Yeah, still a handful in his own right, though, wasn't he? What was he, 6'7? Yeah, 6'7, six, seven, six, seven, yeah. Seven. Far off. He's Good got... technique, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Be, be lovely, crouch job, lovely, wasn't it? Lovely yeah. left foot. Went to, I think Brian took him to Villa, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Villa. Yeah, he done all right. Done all right. So, happy times to the playoff final. That was that year, but it was a bit of yo yo time, wasn't it, for Leicester? Yeah, it was a tough season. Yeah. It was a tough season and yeah, we were favourites to go down and I think we sort of not accepted that because that'd be wrong. You've got, you still got the belief that you've got, you're more than capable of, of, of staying up. I mean, we probably didn't strengthen like we should have. Mm -hmm. I, mean, the, the, I think the club paid a million and a half for Mark Draper from Notts County. It was a good player. Good player. Ah, good player. Yeah, good player. Really, by far our best okay, player. Okay, wasn't he? Yeah, but he, honestly, but great strike on him, great range of passing, could score you a goal. Uh, he was by far our, our best player, but you just got the he feeling... He lively off the pitch as well, wasn't he? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was he not? Um, not quite. I know a few not things quite. about him. Not quite <laughs> back then. Yeah, he not... He was just warming up. Because I think he was still living in Nottingham, you see. Yeah. So he was, he was travelling in every, every day, but it was it was a tough season. We had some good results with Spurs. Kit Man. Kit Man. Yeah, that's Mouts right. Mouts Forest. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. Bizarrely, even Notts County, around the houses. But he was um, he got on really well with Richard Smith. Right. Those two were very thick as thieves. Yeah. Yeah, thick as thieves. Two, two good lads. We had a good dressing room, but we just knew we weren't. It was going to be it's going to be a struggle for us. It was going to be a struggle for us. And then that sounds a bit defeatist, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you it sort does. of soon come to the realization. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. When you're four, or five. You know, it's going to be hard work, yeah. but yeah, you're probably not conceding defeats. Right. Why sort of Christmas, New Year, we sort of had accepted our fate really that we needed a minor miracle to to stay up. Like your phone? Yeah. I should be a fine, by the way. <laughs> it's on silent. That's, trying to get away with that. Well, it's isn't not, because it? I can hear it. That's on silent. Well, it's on vibrate. Right, that's on vibrate. Right. That's, that's yeah. out of order, isn't it? You get reprimanded later. He's <laughs> palming it off. We're having a break. Um, yeah, so that's so the following season, it was ended in relegation. Yeah, what, what did I get? I think I got. What was the managerial situation there then? Losing track. Brian started the season as manager, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then he got the chance. To went be, to Villa. Went, and you, you yeah. couldn't. And we were, we were gutted because I mean, he, he was such a, a good manager for us. I mean, on the third time of asking, we'd won. Because that's the thing. The club had lost two playoff finals before that third one that yeah. we eventually won sort of thing. Um yeah, so we were we were gutted he was leaving, but we could understand he was going to his club. He's going to Villa, where he, he played and had great times there. And then we um, we had Mark McGee. That's Mark McGee, yeah. in, isn't it? Yeah. He, uh, under him, we played some really good. Probably in the, the, the season after, where we 
got up, got up through the playoffs again. That we probably played some of the best stuff. I mean, he signed Stevie Corrick, a little Australian lad, good footballer. Um, I think he signed the big goalkeeper, Zelko, Zelko yeah, yeah. Catch, who used yeah. to call him. Uh, but we we uh, we we had a. <laughs> I hope he's not watching. Uh, big Zelko, he played Champions League winner. Yeah, yeah, I know. Went to AC Milan. I think he played one game for them, which was a Champions League second leg semi final where they'd won the first one four 0 or whatever on the bench for the for the final Big Zelko. But we we had, we had a once again like like you got people like Gary Parker, Muzzy, and Neil Lennon sort of joined in towards the end, or signed towards the end of the season. Uh, we had a we had a good group, but. How did you find Mark McGee? I, I liked him. I, I've met him a couple of times personally. He's quite a character. Yeah, because he he tried to sign me when he was at Reading. I didn't know this, so he obviously he sort of liked me as a player. Um, now nah, I got I got on all right with Mark. I thought he'd be good. He, guess hey, guess he was top class centre Guess who his guess who his assistant was? Oh, I should know. Thinking back, we've spoken about him already, and this is how like oh, world yeah, Colin Lee. Yeah. 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 Got on the right with him. Told yeah. me, told me I weren't good enough to get in the reserves. Kissed <laughs> yeah. the made up. Yeah, yeah. And we did, we did as well. I, yeah, we did kiss and make up. I never, never pulled him up about it. Yeah. Didn't think I had any did, 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 nah, did, did he not pull you up? And no, say, yeah, you no, no. Nah. Didn't say fair play, wouldn't you? But my just football, isn't it? Comes and goes. Doesn't Changes it? like that, can it? Comes and goes. Changes yeah. like that. Yeah, but McGee as a manager, I was imagine as well for you, centre four, because he was top class, wasn't he? Yeah, but I mean, the, he was a good player. The, I mean, his, and his teams did try and play at the back and tried mm. to play possession-based football. And I, even though I'm a, I'm a big, big lump up front, I quite like that. Yeah, I quite like that. But I mean, the difference between how how sort of Brian left to go to Villa and how Mark left to go to Wolves. Yeah, I mean, the fans. Absolutely hammered him. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely slaughtered him because he was only here for two minutes, and they could see that we were building something special under him, and they were enjoying the way we were we were we were playing football. And for him to go within, I don't know how. It was only a, a few months to then go up the M6 to Wolves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they. Is that all he was there? Yeah, he weren't. He, he weren't. He weren't period, here long. Yeah. He weren't here long. Um, I remember then, him being quite volatile, even though. From afar. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Um, it's c completely different to when when Brian left, and then obviously we we saw uh, Martin. Yeah. Took uh, took over. Martin. How did you find Martin? I like Martin. Yeah. I like. Did him, he yeah. like you? I think he did. did. He I, I think he did <laughs> on a regular basis. Because I'd heard a few stories about him um, when he was at Norwich, and I might have told you this before. Um, midfielder Mike Milligan. Mm, oh yeah, no. And, and Millie, like yeah, Millie was a big Catholic, like and. Um, well, he pretended he was a big Catholic. <laughs> and I kind of, there's a game at, at Carroll and they, they must have lost and Billy must have had an absolute stinker. And he, they're in the dressing room after the game and, and um, mine's gone to, Millie! And so, are you going to church in the morning? And, and, and Millie's gone, yeah, Gaffer, why? He went, well, while you're there, pray for some fucking ability, will you? <laughs> and, oh, my God. Sounds about right. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he, he was vicious with his tongue, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and as you say, if he didn't like you, hmm. I don't think he liked Colin Hill. I think he thought Colin was a little bit soft as a centre half. And Colin was a nice, nice bloke. Yeah, but yeah super um, nice. Martin never took to Martin never. But I got, I got on really well with Martin. Hmm. I mean, him 
uh, Steve Walford, John Robertson. They were good people, good footballing people. Oh, Robbo, yeah. Oh, honestly. Steve Walford, even well, there with his cigarettes. Them, yeah, what a mix, what a trio. Yeah. I mean, because... Um, Imagine them three in the game John... today. <laughs> John... Doing the same thing. Certainly Robbo and Wally. Yeah. Robbo come out on a Friday where you'd have your small-sided game. He'd come out in his suit with a, with a big Fox Leisure coats on. He'd put his turned-up suit trousers into his socks and join in yeah. in his yeah. suit. Still be the best player. Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable ability, Robbo. I mean, I mean, feed the bear. I think that's why, because I, I, if you ask Martin O'Neill, uh, you probably have done. He was the best player at Fort Forest by a, by a country mile. Yeah. If he was fit, they knew they had a great chance of. And what? A, what? A, he was the best player at Leicester. He joined in at training ground. He was forty-eight. He used to join in the card school as well at the back of the. Oh, he oh yeah. Love the card school, didn't yeah. he? He always got stitched. Yes. He, he, lads used to play. I didn't get involved too much occasionally. I, I, I learnt my lesson. Because they got a whip in a couple of times. Did times. you get slow? So moved further down the coach. And Robbo couldn't resist it. Couldn't could resist it. He'd go up. And then he used to play this game called Skank. And it was what it sounds like. You got stitched pretty quick. So Robbo had lost you know, about 30 quid or something before. And he'd be sitting there festering. Here, Marshall. All right, Robbo, unlucky lads, unlucky. They fuming. So he'd said, one time he said to me, Matty, lend me 50 quid. I was like, 50 quid? What? He said, come on. So I'll give it him. Five minutes later, back down the coach, and then like, oh, like yeah. not, not even that long. A Marshall, yeah, Robbo, and he's going off your pop, yeah, off oh. your pop, Robbo. He's going that Marshall, I fucking hate that Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I can Everything see that as well. Every away if he's, trip. if he's in your ear all the time with that Scouse accent, yeah. but he borrowed money off different players every trip, you know, because they yeah. run out of fortune. <laughs> oh dear, Robbo, some character struggling a bit now, apparently, isn't Is he? he? Yeah. Yeah, but he's uh, he's still cracking on. Yeah. I mean, they were a top guy. They were a good team, the three of them. Oh yeah. They were a good team, yeah. the three of them. Top class, to be fair. Top guy. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, we had we had experiences, didn't we? I mm. mean, three, many more. But um. So how how did you come about leaving Leicester in the end? Then you. Well, I was at, come about? I was out of contract. Um, yeah, I didn't realise. Sorry, just slipping back. You played with Muzzy and Lenny and yeah, that period, didn't you? Yeah, towards the end of my career. Yeah, yeah. But you missed out in the. The playoff final against Palace. Yes, I did. Um, I was fit. Ish. I hadn't trained. That's it. Uh, <laughs> ish, yeah. Um, and I think because Stevie Claridge was always going to start, and Martin had a decision to make whether myself or Mark Robbins was going to be on the bench. It was either going to be one of us. So he, he pulled me aside the, the day of the game. He said, "Listen, how are you feeling?" I said, "Yeah, not too bad, Gaffer." Uh, I, I probably trained the day before. He said. Um, can you give me, what, what can you give me? And yeah. I'm like... Phew. That was a favourite of his, wasn't yeah. it? I said, well... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe 15, 20 minutes, Gaffer, and then if, if, we, if we need a goal or if we're chasing the game, he's gone, right. So what, what about if Claridge, because he'd always caught him on by his surname, what about if Claridge comes off after five minutes? I went, Gaffer, you'd be taking me off at half-time then, because there's no way I could last. Wembley, baking hot... Um, yeah. He went, sort of, thanks for your honesty. Um, didn't, didn't say a word. When it came to name the team, and as he did like an hour before kickoff, mm. we sort of knew. We sort of knew. That, I think for that game, he sort of changed his way a little bit. He sort of named the team, but we had never, never clue. He was around then as well. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freak of nature, by the way. Oh. Any distance, mm. any distance, no matter what it is, 
50, 50 yards marathon, he, he'd be first. Yeah. He was unbelievable. Him being exceptional at long distance. Maybe now... I don't know, he was... Maybe he distant he needed to do. He could, say he, say he, a 400 metre run. Oh, yeah. Track, oh, yeah. Or an 800 or a 1500. He was... What an athlete. Yeah, I, I think he was even better at Leicester than he was at the other clubs. He was raw, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He was Just young. Raw. His, de his debut was played at Filbert Street. That's a game live on TV as well. And it was the game that um, Martin O'Neill should have taken, because he was manager of Norwich at the time, um, didn't travel up with the team. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember who, who, who took them anyway. We beat them 3-2. And then within a few days, he was announced as, as our new manager. But em, uh, Emmy came on, he came on as a sub. I think he scored the winner, went past big Brian Gurn then. He weren't as big as what he is now. I mean, what might be saying. Went and finished it, but he was, he, he was just raw enthusiasm, yeah. pace. And it was weird because he was strong as an ox, but never really did weights. No, no, no. Back no. then, anyway, when he was, mm. I think it must have been about 17 when he when he first got into the into the side. You, you could tell then, he's he's one special talent. Oh, yeah. He is one special talent. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do bad, I mean, did he? No. Hey. Eh? Carved the living out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he? yeah. Yeah. You mentioned um, just quickly there before we got walls. One more thing about your oh, time. About how about I left? How I left? Well, um, we're, we're also with Julian Joachim. Yeah, little so jockey. Him, yeah, yeah. Him, big man, little man. Um, partnership. And he, because he went to Villa out with Brian as well, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, he, he was... So he's still around, still... Is he? Well, he's a Boston boy, isn't he? He's a Boston he's a boy, Boston originally. Boy. Yeah, you always yeah. associate him with being Leicester. I mean, he had a, he had a hammer of a right foot. Balance, obviously, great movement, rapid. Uh, but to the, the way... I, I think I, he's still playing. I didn't want to leave. Yeah, Sorry. he's still fit, by yeah. the way. He's 47, 48, and he is still fit. Still playing locally. I mean, he carried a little bit of weight when he was a little bit younger, I think. A little bit tubby. A little bit, a little, because he wasn't the tallest, was he? Anyway, um, I, I didn't play in the final. We won, we won two one. Um, Clary's with that Shinner yeah, yeah. in the dying desk. We've gone up, so we've had a great night after it. I was out of contract. Um, I sort of had a bit of a falling out with the then chairman Martin George, who I'd heard had said something that I sort of was disappointed in, in someone in, of his sort of position saying, um, I. You know, in my two and a half years here, I'd scored, I'd finished top scorer in every year. And because I didn't use an agent when I first signed, mm -hmm. um, I didn't have a, like they do, if you, if you get promoted, your wages go up, blah, blah, blah. So I was on sort of, when I first signed, 800 quid a week, which was a lot of money from what I was at Huddersfield. But then you, I was playing in the Premier League on the sort, same wage sort of thing, which is fine, it didn't bother me at all. Um, and then when we got relegated from the Premier League, still 800 quid. But then I thought, right, we've won promotion again. I've got 20, 20 goals. And the first offer was, was poor. And I was really disappointed, you know what I mean? So put both things together, the poor offer from the club of a new contract, the thing that Martin George had said before the game at Wembley. Um, David Speedy was my agent then. Little right. speed, yeah, little speeder was my agent. He then he's, he's got his license or whatever. Um, so he he helped <laughs> me out. Did he bully well, somebody yeah, yeah. into giving him the license? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he he sort of he'd been because he got on well with Mark McGee and Colin Lee. I think he must have played with Colin at, at Chelsea. I knew Colin at Chelsea, 
So he knew that Wolves were interested and they made a good offer. And I hadn't really sort of earned decent money up until then sort of thing. And it was an offer that I, I couldn't turn down. Yeah, I was, I was dropping down back into the championship. Mm. Um, and do you know what? Looking back, because I know the success that you boys then went on and had as, as a football club, it is the main... I haven't got many regrets in my, in my, yeah. in my career, in 20 years of playing or whatever. But I look back now and I should never have left. I should never, ever have left. Cause so you Martin, could have stayed? I could have stayed, yeah. yeah. Martin Mondi. Martin went, listen, yeah, the, you're not happy with the first offer, but we can negotiate. But then I just got it into my head then. I can be stubborn when I want to. Uh, now nah, Wolves have offered me that. I'm, mm. I'm, so I went, yeah, probably went for the money. Yeah, probably went for the money. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. At well, any stage you I do regret really. it. I, 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 I should never have... I look like the League Cup finals that you boys won, the, where you finished in the Premier League. <sighs> Missed out on a lot, do you know we what I mean? We could have had you as a teammate rather than Marshall. Yeah, that's why that's <laughs> why you <laughs> went out Instead and signed Yeah, that's why he went out and signed Ian Marshall. I've seen I've seen Martin after. He said I would never have signed um, Ian Marshall if if you'd signed your contract. Yeah. Personally, I'd have had you over Marshy all day long, and I hope you are listening, Marshy. <laughs> I love you, Marshy. <laughs> but uh, but he's you. right. <laughs> That's how it goes. Some walls going on from there. Started all right, though, didn't it? Um, no, I didn't score the first eight games. So not really. Right. Sorry. No, but I'll but, retract but, that then. But I was I was playing with Stevie Ball, wasn't I? Right. I was playing with Stevie Ball, so it doesn't matter if now he's going to score. Feeder, yeah. isn't my, fir feeder. my first game we played Grimsby away, we win 3 1, Bully gets hat trick. Scores in the first game of the season at Molyneux. Scores a winner against Bradford. Um, <clears throat> and my first game came, my first goal came in my ninth game at the Manigrand. Don't think you were playing, thank God, at Oxford. No. It's got my first goal there. What season was that, Ian? Sorry. Oh, that would have been 94. Six ninety seven. Right. Ninety six seven. So you'd have still been there. Yeah, yeah, I should have been around that time. That's probably why I did get me through. No. Then. I remember playing on a Tuesday night against Wolves. Yeah, that, that, I think that was it. Early yeah, I was yeah. It was Tuesday night. I was playing because I remember people building it up like you're playing against Steve. I, all I can remember, I didn't, this I didn't have to do a lot to lose the defender. That's all I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a drop the shoulder. Drop the shoulder. Um, yeah, yeah. The ribs were all right. Bit, if, had you been playing, yeah. it would have been different times. I'd have had to yeah. work a lot harder. Yeah. But I, didn't have to do a lot to... It'll be to a bit nicer this, this time. This, I think there was a big lump up at the back that they had. <coughs> <laughs> so I got the first goal and then... then the, we the, game, the game after, we played West Brom at the Hawthorns. Um, and I, th I think we had nearly six... We had the whole of that back stand. Um, and I get a hat-trick, don't I? Against West Brom. Oh. The, only, uh, the only ever Wolves They still player. don't like you. <laughs> they did at the they time, did they did then. <clears throat> and to be fair, that's the thing, right? I didn't score for, for nine games, not one bit of stick, did I say? Because we, we were doing, we were winning Still games, Bully was scoring, so they were quite forgiving. But I scored a hat-trick at the Hawthorne, I think the only Wolves player ever to do so. Got one against West Brom, and you know what it's like, some teams you always score against. Yeah. And I... At Filbert Street, twice I'd scored against West Brom. Um, thought I'd got my first hat-trick against West Brom for Leicester 
but they didn't give me the third for, for to be fair, it was going wide until someone deflected in. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd always scored against West Brom, and it's, it's daft. Scored at the Hawthorne, scored at, uh, at Filbert Street. I think I scored against them when I was at Huddersfield. Um, so a, like a lucky side. Anyway, got a hat-trick and scored one in a 2-0 win at Molyneux. So scored four against them in two games that season. The Black Country Derby, I think they call it. And we had a... We had a I mean, the best dressing room I've ever had has been at Leicester. Yeah. Uh, best dressing by a country man. I mean, I've had good dressing rooms wherever I've played, to be fair, because you get on with, with your teammates. You might have one or two sort of bad apples, but the 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 dressing room at, at Beaver Drive was was quality, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. It was quality. But I mean, that's some, the same with quite a lot of players. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I probably myself included. Good, just down-to-earth lads. Especially playing at that level. Yeah. You, at a high level, yeah. you're expecting a bit of a change and a bit of... Bit of an ego in there, yeah. yeah. But can we further from the nah, truth? Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I mean, and Wolves was the same. And we <clears throat> we had Don Goodman, um, Jeff lad. Jeff Thomas. Yeah. I mean, Don's a great lad. Um, Dean Richards, bless him, who's yeah. no longer with us. And Dean, he'd signed for big money from from, from Bradford, and probably a defender before his time, comfortable on the ball. Oh, and yeah. our, we had Stevie Froggett. Yeah. Um, uh, Tony Daly, who suffered injury after injury, bless him, who would have gone on to achieve great things, I think. Um, A.D. Williams had signed. Keith Curl, Curl had sort of come towards mm -hmm. the end of his career there. Um, so it was a it was a good wrestling. Room. It was a good wrestling, but it just we missed out on the uh, on we we should have won. Well, we should have won promotion. I think Barnsley pipped us that year. That's right. That you, that you finished second. Mm. Uh, fair, those players no, I was mentioning there, you I should be getting promotion. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. You're, I was a Bolton right. at the time. Right. Oh, you signed for... Right, OK. Bolton won the league. Barnsley came second. We just missed out, yeah. Mike Stowell and that. Yes, yeah, Stowley and... Stowley and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stowley, um, Andy Thompson. You had people like Simon Osborne. Neil Emblem. Neil Emblem. Yeah, so we, we, had a, we had a good side, but we... i tell you what got us... The pressure of playing at home in front of the fans at Molyneux. Yeah. Expectancy. Mm. Yeah, off. I think we had the best away record in, in, in the league, but at home we we lost some games that we, we shouldn't have lost, and that was all because because the pressure of... Like, it went a bit wrong there on you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you hadn't scored within the first 15, 20 minutes, they were, like, bombarding you. And we finished third. We lost to Crystal Palace in the playoff semi-final we lost 3-1 down there Dougie Friedman scored two late on um, and we I think we beat them 2-1 at, at the Molyneux in the second leg of course went out on whatever it is 4-3 on aggregate and that's when Sir Jack Haywood who put millions into the club said um, that's it no more I ain't putting any more money you're going to have to sell these Muppets can't get us yeah, up yeah yeah you, you <laughs> uh, I ain't wasting any more and he had his son who was the chairman um, a lot of people thought he'd Said didn't really have a clue on how to run a football football club sort of thing. Anyway, so he took you know, not putting any more money. You're gonna have to sell before you you, you buy in the in, in the next transfer window. Um, and and I was putting off in for me. And even I didn't want to go. I didn't want to leave. I just moved house to a place called Brosley near Telford. It was the closest club to my parents from North Wales, and because they had to travel here, there, and everywhere yeah, to see yeah. me play, it was it, it was about an hour and a half down the road. So that was quite important that they got to see me towards the end of my career. 
And I couldn't have moved anywhere further, could I, really? Yeah. <laughs> no. Jesus. Yeah, you don't mind a bit of travelling, you, do you? Oh. In your current role now. But I remember, right, I went up on the, on the Friday with, with David Speedy, met that uh, Speedo at Kettering Services. I spoke to Mike Walker. Um, he showed me around Conley, the training ground, which is a really, was a really nice one back then. I didn't want to see Carroll because I'd, I'd played there a few times. And I said, yeah, yeah, agreed everything. And he, was, he wanted me to sign on the Friday. So I'll, let me go home. I'll come down Monday, um, speak to the family. And I'll, I'll, I'll definitely sign. I'll definitely sign. Got in the car and I'm, I'm having doubts tonight. I'm like, second thoughts. So I've got in the car um, and I've got to within 15, 20 minutes of, of Norwich. I've pulled into a lay-by and I'm like, do I want to sign for Norwich? It's miles away. It's miles away. I was, must have been sat there for about 15, 20 minutes thinking, what do I do? What do I do? In the end, I, I carried on going, signed the contract, and I was there for seven years. Yeah, it certainly worked out all right, didn't it? But, but you're still there. First, yeah, yeah it's, it's... Things can happen, though. But you're right to take that time, aren't you? I, but my yeah, first... Consider, cause, yeah, actually... Well, I, yeah, it didn't start so I, well, I, maybe. I was, I was yearned into a theatre contract at Wolves, I hadn't asked to leave, didn't really want to leave. Thought we had a good chance of, of winning promotion mm. that season uh, if they kept the. But you literally don't get time to weigh everything no, up sometimes, no. do you? Um, you know, consider the implications well, of if, it. If they, if, and he was, he was saying, listen, if, Mark McGee was saying to me, listen, if it doesn't work out, you can come back and you can work or fight for your places like everybody else. But if, if they've accepted the bid, yeah. they're telling yeah. you really. You got, I, I was going to say, and in my experiences, you hear any negative news from a manager yeah. about your own personal position within a team, it's time yeah. to... Yeah, pretty much, isn't it? And, and that's why I thought, Tags, exactly that. Exactly that. that well, you don't really want me uh, if you've accepted an offer. If you, if you didn't want me to stay, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have exactly. accepted the bid. Yeah. Um, Are you considering now, like... It, your ginger hair and the yellow kit might clash a bit, thinking... Stro I was strawberry blonde back then, right? It's for me. And a few tints <laughs> to it. How are, gonna go, how are the fans going to react at me having to take my two front teeth out before I get... Yeah. Three, three, three. three, 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 three how did three, that yeah. come about? Well, was elbow. Was it? Elbow, yeah. I was in a football... Um, well, I'd, I'd lost one when I was younger. One of your main ones. What they call the two, the two big ones? No, no matter. Anyway, so I, molars I was, and sizes, I was, I was, it's not them, is it? I was playing with my mates in, in the village and I, I tripped my mate up and as he's, as he's tripped, I've fallen after him. His heels caught me in the, one of my teeth. And he's chipped it straight across. Anyway, within a few, few months, that gets infected. I get an absolute question. Yeah. Does it hurt? Or do you not know? I didn't know. That's what I mean. No, I didn't know. I had no idea. Um, but then he's... It doesn't hurt the, the nerve, or the nerve just gets severed, does it, or I what? I don't know. I don't. But no, the nerves are still there because within a few months, I got an abscess. Fucking hell, it did. Uh, believe yeah, me. That does. So, it. Um, from, so from about twelve, I always had one missing, and I remember um, oh, we, we we were playing Exeter away in a pre-season friendly with Watford. We stayed at the university, um, and it's like uh, we played them the the last day before we go back the next following day sort of thing so we've got a night out planned that night the only night out we could have had in 10 days because we're obviously pre-season you're allowed mm -hmm. to but you can have one 
blowout sorted. It's getting important matters you sorted out. Blowout, you can have one big blowout, so all that pent up frustration of not having a point. You didn't know who you were playing in pre season, no. but you knew what night you yeah, yeah. Well, let's face it, that's what the players look forward to, isn't it? On a, <laughs> when can we go out? Yeah, when can yeah. we go out? Yeah, can we go out? Every night. Don't tell anybody. They had a left winger called Dan Robotham playing for them. And I, I knew him because he played for the Welsh. Um, Exeter? Yeah, yeah. Darren yeah. Robot. Yeah, I played with him. Torquay. Darren Robotham? Yeah. Darren. Um, he was. In injury. Welsh boy. Welsh boy. <laughs> yeah, he was as well. You know, he's picking me up from a, a, court, a free kick for something. I'm like, why is he picking me up? It should be. Anyway, as I've got for the header, he's gone bang. Really? Yeah. He did, yeah. yeah. He, he really? swears blind he never meant to do it. And I've seen him a few times uh, when I've worked at Plymouth. And he's like, oh, yeah. Him. He's never meant to do it. Oh, fucking yeah, you did, mate. You did. You he can is, tell. You can if he's capable, I'm surprised he's been brave enough for that. You can tell. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, I've gone down. Um, my mouth's bleeding because I used to be able to put my tongue through the, the one gap when the want. I couldn't put it through. I'm like, oh, something's wrong here. And what he did, he knocked them back, knocked them across. So Billy Hales, Billy Hales, the physio, he's come on. He said, Oh, you're all right. I mean, you've only you've only cut your your gum. You're all right. And I'm like, Billy, I haven't just cut my gum. I anyway, played the whole game, went in after. I went, Billy, take a look at my teeth. They're not, they're not right, they're not right. So he got the clip. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Yeah, I was in agony. I was in agony. Not right. So uh, the, the, the extras club doctors come in. He said, oh, no, they're, yeah, they're, they're in a bit of a mess. The following day, fucking missed the night out. I couldn't go out. <laughs> I, couldn't go. I was in agony. I was in yeah. agony. So I've missed, I've missed the main thing for going down there. Uh, uh, you, you wouldn't have pulled anyway. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I was married at the time. I wouldn't oh, want to pull. That's another own. reason you wouldn't have pulled. Shouldn't just be my own standards, <laughs> right? Um, so uh, I've gone to the den dentist down there the next day, and he was like, look, looking at him. Um, he's going, well, I can save them, but it's going to mean months of work and blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, oh, I sent a forward, tall, used my head a lot. I went, take them out. So I, I was injected to the, but I could feel every oh, single thing. Every crunch. He, he had to take two out, and as he's taken one of the main ones out, it splintered in the gum. He caught me that hard in there, so he had little bits of teeth in the in the gum still. So he had to cut them and get these little bits of. And I can remember that he, he had music playing in, the, in his in his surgery, whatever they call it. Uh, I still remember he had. Uh, Purple rain. Right. I, I was listening to that while he was about, and he. I had six stitches and I was without teeth for about six weeks. So not great. Not really you look good now though. Mm. I've had new ones. They're I've decent, had new ones. Because I, I had ones that I'd look like Ryland. Are they can you whip them out or yeah, are yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, obviously I do a lot of talking with work and stuff like that. Uh, and I've got a sh I've got a whistle because I've got a big old overbite. Right. And the kids would always Take the piss, right? I'm sure, Dad's talking again, <laughs> and, and, and like you, you record stuff like this, and someone will put a stupid, "What's the whistling sound I can hear in the background?" It's me talking. So I got in contact with a PFA, my Paul Allen, little, mm -hmm. he 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 was brilliant. He says, "Yeah, I'm sure they will," because what they don't like is like they'll look at it as cosmetic and all that. And yeah. you, you did it playing, playing, so I don't see them being a problem. Paid for, paid every penny. To be fair, well. yeah. So I've got. But the, the the ones I had before, rascals, uh, like Ryland off the telly, yeah. had three of his teeth, and all all they just oh, like ding stood out, <laughs> didn't they? But yeah, these these match my old more. Yeah, they, yeah these match my old more. Spot on, aren't they? Yeah, they're better. They are better. And I've lost that whistle. 
Yeah, no. I, might, I might have to uh, get, get another of that future reference and these start falling out. Mate, anything like that, I get, honestly, they're, they're good. Yeah. They're good. That's what they're there for. You remember for well, life. Well, I know they are, but... You remember for life. You've paid your subscription. You hear different stories, don't you? But all, all I, they, they, were, they were great with me when I... So on at Norwich anyway. Yeah. It didn't start too well. Oh, no. It's worse than Huddersfield, if, uh, if that's even possible. I'd say there's a little bit of a theme going on. Yeah. You start well at Wolves. You're not smashing the ground running, are you? No, but we're winning at Wolves. Right. And I was the, I was the final piece of the jigsaw, according to Mike Walker. Like the right. uh, promotion push, winning promotion. I was the final piece of the jigsaw. How old were you then when you went to Norwich? Uh, 27, 28. 27, all right. Yeah, 27, so... 28. And they had this, like, all... Because Norwich normally... Yellow, yellow shirts, green, green shorts, yellow socks. But for some reason, the, the fans had a vote. They had this all yellow kit, mm. and the shorts were clingy, tight. Once again, I'd put a little bit of weight on. <laughs> I'd gone to, to Stevie Corica's wedding because I've got twin daughters. Don't blame the shorts, mate. I, honestly, they were so tight. Um, I'd, gone, I'd gone to Stevie Corica's wedding in Australia because I've got twin daughters, and he wanted the twins to be flower girls. I did one run in six weeks. <laughs> Right. I didn't put as much weight That's as you familiar. did on that server, but I weren't far off those sort of numbers. Um, so yeah, I was a little, and I scored my debut, my debut against Wolves, the club I've just left. Oh. And I, at Car Road, boiling hot day, and I weren't one of these who drink loads of water to rehydrate. Um, and they had Robbie Keane making his debut, so there's two debuts. I'm making mine for Norwich. Robbie's making his for Wolves. It was a young kid at the mm. time. We lose two 0 he scores two. After 15 minutes, right, I've made a run down the, down the, towards the, the Barclay end where, where the, and I've heard someone, for fuck's sakes, Roberts, do something. <laughs> and I was thinking, it's going to be a long season. <laughs> it's going to be a long season. You just said it there, after 15 minutes, I made a run. It took you that long to make <laughs> your first run. <laughs> I was breathing. And again, you're wondering why the Wolves supporters have got it in for you. You scored two against them earlier. Yeah, but I didn't score two. Robbie Keane scored two for them in my debut for Norwich. I never had a kick on my debut. Right, sorry. I'm yeah. getting wrong. Yeah, no, sorry. no, no, yeah. Right, okay, okay. Come Fair on, enough. get with it. So Rewind, spoke, sorry. Anyway, the I next, drifted off. The next game, we had, we had Barnet at home in the League Cup, and I scored two. That didn't really count against Barnet in the League Cup. No disrespect to them. As I say to you, I didn't score my first league goal until November. Right. Um, so it was quite a tough season. But then I... That missing piece took a while to Yeah, that, yeah, couldn't find it. <laughs> couldn't find it. It's under the sofa or somewhere, under the Aaron cushion. Eddie in there? Yeah, little jockey was there. Little yeah, jockey, good yeah. player, good lad. Um, and had it not been for the, his, the injuries that he had to his knee, mm. I think he'd got in the, Le Tun, is it the Tunoir tournament? Yeah. When Glenn Hoddle was manager? Yeah, he was in that squad. Yeah, wasn't yeah. I mean, it, but jockey <clears throat> was very similar to jockey, mm. if that makes sense. <laughs> Both like, Quite small, yeah, rapid, quick. Good, yeah, balance, good yeah. balance. I mean, little Julian was all right-footed, little Darren was all left-footed, but both just so direct. And I, I enjoyed playing with, with both. And sadly, I didn't get to play as, as long with uh, Darren Eady because mm. he, he moved here, didn't he? Yep, came up he, was, he was a talent. He, oh, sadly, because his career was cut short, never sort of really reached the heights that he most definitely would have. Most definitely would have. Yeah, he was sharp, wasn't he? Sharp. Unfortunately, he couldn't stop a pig in a guineal 
as I said. Was, yeah, he's a bit bandy, wasn't he? His, yeah, he's a bit bandy, yeah. His knees, yeah. bandy leg, wasn't he? But my best partner at, at Norwich, that's oh, two really. Because um, Jockey was more of a left winger than a centre forward. Um, Huck signed him last season. Yeah. And he still mates with him now, aren't you? Yeah, he's, he's the reason we got promoted. But um, uh, me and Craig Bellamy, uh, we sort of hit it off, to be fair. Imagine, good combination. Yeah. Playing, yeah. And playing. He uh, was he was like a cocky little shit, fiery. And he was, he was sort of more my son Ben's age. Right. Then he, he was my right, age. Yeah. And I don't know, I think we had the, the Welsh connection, obviously. Was he a Welsh speaker? No, no, no. no. Um, but we just we just hit it off, didn't work on it. Didn't work on it in training, we just... Maybe your styles... Complimented each other, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But he was, he, he was cheeky. I remember at the start of my second season, because I only scored seven goals. I whistled this whistle. Right. 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 Where's that cute. come from? I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I only scored seven goals in my first season, so I think I had a, yeah. I had a better end, second half to my first season than the first. Anyway, went to Dublin pre-season. Um, went in a pub last night, a night out. I, I overheard Bella saying to um, a lad called Drew Broughton, who he got on really well with. Drew said something about the season. How do you think we're going to do? And, and Craig went, well, as long as this big twat can pull his finger out this season. And I went, I went, who do you think you're talking about? You little one season wonder. <laughs> one season wonder. Yeah. Oh, my, if I could have... I'd come back. Oh, I'd get, get back quickly. in there. Of course, he, he went on to have the career that he did. And yeah, You're right to say at the time, though. Yeah, I just thought, yeah. he's about... 14 at the time, do you know what, what I mean? What did he say to that? He, he probably said something back because he was never, never afraid of speaking his mind. I remember we, we, because um, he was always cheeky to the experienced pros like Milligan, Fleck, Gunny. And we because I'm living in Norfolk, every away game's a Friday, you leave mm. it Friday yeah. unless you're playing Ipswich down the road. I think we're going to Bradford and we're going up the A17 and he's, I think he's hammering Millie for some reason. Anyway, on the coach, you got the toilet in the middle, haven't you? Yeah. You got one at the back, one in the middle. And Neil Adams had this thing: if you got all three bins, if someone goes into the toilet, if you go for a pee, you have to leave your foot out because <laughs> otherwise, Adams gets all three pins, bins, puts them on the bottom step. <laughs> Don't matter who you are, just come bowling. You ain't coming out that door. You can open it about that much. <laughs> the bins, it's just hitting against the bins, so you're never getting out. <laughs> so Bellas has gone in and we've gone, he's not left his foot. Oh, he's closed the door and shoes straight out of his seat, bins down there. Bellas. <laughs> and it was so funny. He could sort of squeeze his head a little bit through the door. And you can imagine, I mean, he swore anyway, he swore like a true, but anyway, the, the, the air was blue, air was blue. <clears throat> I swear to God. And he, he'll still deny it. He was in there for about two hours. What? He was in there for about two hours. And we're like, right, in the end, I think Gunny wrote this contract up. I must not be, I must not be cheeky. And you wouldn't make this sort of stuff. Yeah. I must not be cheeky to the senior pros. And he had to sign it before we let him out. He <laughs> did. Frank Bellamy, like, yeah. get the bins out. And he's, but what, I mean, what a player, what a player. <laughs> oh dear, Peter, you know, the silly little things. Uh, it tickled me. So but what happened there? He was a player though, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, I mean... Annoying to play against. We had a couple of run-ins. In, intelligent, you know. quick, um, bit greedy at times. But he, he, what he used to do, right, even at 18, 19, he would fly from um, Norwich Airport, because you're only 40 minutes from Skipple. 
he'd go and watch the, some games in the, in the Dutch league. He was that. He's so I'm, I'm not into the football. Yeah, yeah. Then. I'm not surprised. He didn't strike me as that sort of character. Mm. But obviously, got it he wrong. Was, oh, yeah. Because he's, he's with uh, Vincent Company now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He'll, so. he'll, he'll, he'll go on and become a really good manager, I think. Mm. I think he'll go on and possibly manage Wales one day. Yeah. Um, you know, as you say, he, he had an academy job at Cardiff. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to leave there for certain reasons. And as soon as Vincent Company got the Anderlecht job, he, yeah. he got Bellas to go and run the whole academy for him. Yeah, for someone like the contact that Company's got, mm. players that he's played with throughout his career, for him to think, right, who do I need? A lot of people, Bellas. myself included, wouldn't put them two together. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Chalk and cheese, really, aren't they? Mm. But he was a, he was a character. Mm. He was a character. Yeah, well, they don't say your styles suited each other. Yeah. Hit it off, but... You wouldn't have played together that long, would you? I suppose he would have got no, a move soonish, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, he moved to because Robbie Keane left Coventry. Coventry to go to Inter Milan, and then they, they signed. Oh. Maybe and he had, he had a cruciate ligament as well, um, so he missed six months. Um, he had the injury where Kevin Muscat went over the top, and I mean Craig from an early age, Craig had a problem with his right knee, and it all came from. Uh, Really, really bad tackle from Kevin Muscat. You know, when he's put a little bit too much on it, knowing that yeah. Craig's going to get there first, he's gone bang, straight down his kneecap. And he, he was never, never the same since, yeah. even though he, he had the career mm. that he did. It always sort of plagued him, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. He had a reputation um, for being Muscat. unnecessary. You know, Muscat. He, was, he was, do you know what? Off the pitch, he was a diamond. On the pitch, he was up. He, he wouldn't have any issues with breaking your leg or yeah. finishing your career. Did you play with him? No, only no. played against him. Against him, though? Nah. I did, yeah. Um, got a little bit of retribution tonight for Bellas. Yeah. Uh, we played Wolves at home and uh, the ball over the top. Um, I was never getting there first, was I? <laughs> in a race between <laughs> me, myself and this guy. Anyway, he's tripped up and knowledge um, have got a place called the snake pit in the corner of Carrow Road where all the hooligans go and one thing or another. We're running towards that and as, as he's tripped, I've sort of jumped over him and my mind's gone back to the tackle that he put in on Bella's a couple of years before and I've sort of stamped right on the his top of his back, his neck. Uh, looked com- completely accidental, never even got a yellow card. Uh, ref never even had a word of me. He's, he's riding about in, in agony, got away with it. I know I did. Yeah. I knew that I sort of done it on purpose. And you got in a spot of bother. I did. I did. I did. Before, I, did I did. This was quite strange. I, really. I brought a book out tonight, and it's not the Mar- Mariah Carey one. All I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. No, it's not that one. <laughs> um, it's just. And it Who's saying it? that is my two front teeth. It's some cockney, isn't it? It's not uh, when I was cleaning windows that fellow, was it? Normal wisdom. <laughs> Is it no, it's not, no not normal. Anyway, um, what was he talking about? Oh, the book. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like an autobiography in my life. What's the point doing that at 32 or whatever? It was just like a, a diary of a daily sort of basis of a footballer sort of thing, training and games and one thing or another. Anyway, I admitted in the book, didn't I, that um, I'd done Muscat on purpose, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was because obviously you have to get lawyers to read 
your book Proof before they yeah, yeah just to make sure you don't get sued down the line or whatever and they did warn me to um, listen this, you might get repercussions from this what do you want to do and I'm like well what's the point taking it out if you're going to take things out there's no point writing a book really mm. so I said no nah, nah, leave it in leave it in a few weeks down the line FA pick up on it um, so yeah got fined three grand and got banned for three games and I'd, I'd moved then from Norwich to Gillingham <laughs> so they were punishing Gillingham more. Yeah, yeah 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 and it pissed me off a little bit because it was the same time where Beckham he sort of admitted that he'd deliberately got a yellow card for England, which would mean he'd missed, say, Gibraltar. Mm -hmm. But then he was, he was okay for he was suspended for the next game, which was Gibraltar, with they, which they'd win anyway. And he was, he was, he'd be fit, or he'd be allowed to play. He'd be free of suspension for the next game, which was, which was going to be probably the hardest game mm -hmm. in their group. Or so it pissed me off a little bit. They didn't get punished for saying he got booked deliberately. A little bit different, maybe. Yeah, different scenario, but. But same sort of. You just. Yeah. Same sort of thing, sort of thing, isn't there? Ah. He's the golden boy, isn't he? I was going to say, but you're leaving. Nah, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, yeah. Even without yeah. Beckham, it's yeah. just a little bit petty. But to be fair, it? at the time, I was quite happy they suspended me for three games for Gillingham. Yeah. I, was, I didn't really bother me that much. Yeah, your days were numbered anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. and a half grand, yeah. different matter. Can you not ban me for three years or something? You say, yeah, can you not ban me for 20 games yeah. and <laughs> call, the, call the fine quits? <laughs> ban me the three grand and ban me for 20. For the rest of my career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finished me off anyway. But Norwich, Norwich, good times though, wasn't it? Yeah, after my first season, um, second season, I got 24 goals. Um, scored two at Portman Road against Ipswich, won 2 0, which is always a big game for, for the football club. Um, Brian Hamilton, who's a top bloke, by the way, mm -hmm. he, he sort of stepped down and Nigel Worthington became caretaker manager. We, we did all right, to be fair, under, under Nigel, who I got on really well with. Um, and they still just kept him as a, on a caretaker basis. Dragged it on, dragged it on. Anyway, he pulled myself and Malky Mackay, because he knew me and Malky were good friends with a, one of the directors called Michael Fulger, who was a good bloke. And he pulled us into his office and said, go and have a word with Michael. Tell him, lads love, love me. Uh, we, we, we've done well, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're in and around the playoffs. We've got a great chance of, of winning promotion. She give me the job full time, and I'm like, yeah, no problem. So, um, Nigel got the job full time, three year contract. We got to the, got to the, the final by one goal. Um, we played. It was as in Burnley fighting for that sixth place. Mm. Uh, we had Stockport at home. It's had Stockport in the Championship. Yeah. I don't know who Burnley were playing. Anyway, it, we we finished on the same amount of points, but we scored one more goal, which meant we finished sixth. Right. Beat Wolves in the playoffs, which was which was sweet, I have to say. Mm -hmm. um, I remember um, remember Paul Butler, the centre half. Yes. Because they they should have pissed the league. They were twelve points clear yeah. and blew it. West Brom picked them to the to to the second place. Anyway, but, um, he Paul Butler spoke to the expression star before the first leg at Carrow Road. Um, and he basically said, the headline was, the tile will be done and dusted after the first leg. Meaning, they'd, they'd, they'd go through by beating us at Carroll Road. Anyway, um, we've gone out and warmed up, and I was only sub, because once again I'd been injured, I'd missed the running. Anyway, we'd all sat there waiting for Nigel to say what, what he had to say. Uh, nothing. Complete silence. And he picks up this bit of paper, 
puts it on the notice board in the home dressing room at Carroll Road. And all he said was, lads, just before you go, I ain't going to say nothing. Just, just read that bit of paper before you go out. And the headline was, Tyler will be done it over with. Before <laughs> we, we, win the, we win the home game 3-1. And yeah, we, we lost the second layer. And to be fair, I don't know if it made the difference to winning or losing. Yeah. But it's, it was just a clever thing to do. Didn't do you any yeah, harm. Yeah, their captains come out with that, thinks the game. We, we lost one at, uh, at Molyneux, but we went through 3-1, three, 3-2 three, on aggregate. And then met Millwall, um, not Millwall, Millwall got beat by Birmingham in the playoff final in Cardiff. And I started on the bench. Started on the bench, came, I think I came on with about 15, 20 minutes to go. And as well, I remember Mark Rivers putting a ball across the uh, six-yard box with about well, within injury time, and it's one of those fucking hell. I probably scored the most important goal of my life here. So I've slid in, and I've just Jeff Kenner slides in just before me and deflects it out for the corner. Game goes into um, extra time. Within 30, 30, 30 seconds, I've scored the most important goal of my career, and I. Mm-hmm. Little Alex Stockman's put a great ball in. I've made good contact as you taught to do, headed it from where it's come from. Nico Vassen's nowhere. 1-0. I thought it was golden goal. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was golden goal. <laughs> I'm away. You, you, watch me, you watch me celebrate. You watch me celebrate, right? And I'm like, because I scored. The game's over. I, 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 I scored Premier League. Here we yeah, come. Because yeah. uh, I, sc- I scored where the Birmingham fans were. So I ran towards the halfway line where the Norris fans were. Lads have jumped on top of me, like one by one they're getting off and I've got up and I'm punching the air, I'm putting my collar down, I've turned round, I've got Jeff Horsfield and Stern John about to take kick off, I'm like, what? Not golden goal? Because <laughs> there'd been a tournament that Germany had won at Wembley. You're in, and that you're was in the goal. crowd celebrating yeah. with your mum and dad. Oh, I'm <laughs> like, that's it, the most important goal. And I mean, Jeff Horsfield equalised, game goes to penalties um, and I was never like, I hate taking penalties. Mm. And people think centre forwards, they should take penalties. Ah, oh, just too much time to think what you're gonna do, where you're gonna put it. I was more something lands, I hit it, more instinctive really. Yeah. Tony Curry says that. Yeah, I hate it. I wasn't took, mad on him, was he? I took about ten, maybe half, wasn't missed like... half. Just didn't like taking them. Um anyway, gone gone into gone into penalties. Um Steve Foley, the coach, has come up to me and said, listen. Gaffer wants you to take the first one, wants to get off to a good start. I'm like, fucking hell, you've come to me. <laughs> you've come to me to get off to a good start. But because I'd scored, the pressure was off a little bit. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take the mm. first one. And, and it, the pens were where the Birmingham fans were. I'm getting hammered. I'm getting absolutely hammered. And I, I put it down, sent the keeper the wrong way. He's got off to a good start. Mm. The other twats missed a couple, didn't they? Father Phil missed. Uh, Father, Father, yeah, Ryan, yeah. Clint Easton missed. And, Phil Moran missed. Yeah. I need to put you. And I, there was, we had a lad called Daryl Such. No, Such he missed. Mm-hmm. We had a lad called Daryl Such who. He missed, and Phil Moran. Yeah, missed. and Such he played for Norwich for them, I didn't play for anybody else. And it was his, birth, his son's birthday, Callum, on the day, and he'd got a t shirt. You know, and I would never do this because I would never tempt fate. Mm. He'd, Happy birthday, Callum, oh. on his t shirt. So had he scored his pen, he'd have obviously. And missed and oh. hit the corner flag, I think. <laughs> That's why don't mess about with stuff. Sun in the head. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't mess about with stuff like that. So in the end, I think it was Darren Carter who scored the winning penalty for Birmingham. And I knew then, I mean, that's the lowest I think I've ever felt after the game. Because I, I knew at 
I was about 34. That, that I'd never, never played the Premier League ever again. Mm -hmm. I knew it was, I knew it was over. I knew it was over. But then you dropped then, a name in there. Go on, sorry. Two years after, we win the league. Yes. Cheers, Nigel. Gives me a free transfer. Cheers, mate. <laughs> after getting you the job, after going to beg Michael Fulger to tell Daly and Michael to give you the job, you give me a free transfer. I was fuming. I was fuming. Well, you're about 36 then, though. I was 36. It doesn't matter. You could have given me a year. Good round of dressing I'd have, room. I'd have done a job, mate, as they say. I'd have done a job. Good round of dressing gonna, room. Big round of waist. I, I wasn't, though, mate, honestly. Because <laughs> we've got, we've got uh, a sports scientist in, Dave Catalan, who, even though he weighed you before, I sort of... Uh, Bruce Rioch had said a couple of things which had flicked the switch. And I sort of got to a stage where, right... I'm looking after myself. Because when Bruce took over, he'd have been about, I'd have been about 31. He definitely put five years of my career, fitness-wise and nutrition-wise or whatever you call five it. Five years. You yeah, honestly, mate, honestly, honestly. And even at 36, I know what you're saying, you, you are coming towards the end. I still felt really fit. Mm. And I, I, I knew I weren't going to start every game. But if nine times out of ten, we were going to be losing going into the last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. You could throw me on, I could cause havoc in, yeah, in yeah. the penalty box. But yeah, it gave me a free transfer. Gave me a free I'm transfer. just thinking back to that playoff situation. Golden goal. Mm. Honestly, I was off. I mean, were, honestly, fair enough. But like, you've got to go through at the end of it after that. So you, you think you've won. I thought, we'd, I thought yeah, I'd won as the oh, game. And then it goes belly up. The game, yeah. And like the, the commentary is brilliant. Um, the big man, the Welshman in Cardiff, for Delia and the boss, because they pan to Delia Smith and her husband, Michael Wynne-Jones. Right? Then they go to, to Nigel Williams and he's giving it this to the lad. Yeah. Calm down, yeah. calm down. Next five minutes and all that crap. And I'm running back to Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down the M4. Oh, no. Disaster. Oh, a disaster. Talking of disasters, your international career. <laughs> How can you say representing your country yeah. is a disaster. How can From you one say disaster that? to another. <laughs> Even I scored one international goal, 18 cap, 15 cap. I'm not saying disaster, I'm being asked. Zero goal. Uh, that hurts, mate. That, I know what, it hurts. What you've just said. I know it hurts. That's why I'm bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, one of my massive regrets is leaving Leicester. The other one is not scoring for Wales. Should you have scored? Yes. I mean, don't forget, the majority of my caps were when I came off the bench. Yeah. Because when I first it's got... competition, to be When fair. I first yeah. got in, I was with, like, um, Ian Rush, Mark Hughes, Dean Saunders. My first trip with Wales, um, I was only 18, and we played Israel away. And we're flying from Heathrow, and Graham Taylor gets, pack your bags, you've been called in, uh, there's a taxi waiting for you, we arrive at Heathrow, they're all there. And one of the first on the plane is, is, is a two-seater, two-seater. Mm -hmm. So I've got into the, the ILC. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be sitting next to him. I've seen like Neville Southall, Kevin Ratcliffe, Ian Rush. Um, Mark Hughes gets on and he's, he's at Bayern Munich at the time. And he's just gone, pointed to the seat, didn't even say a word to me. I'm like, all right. Another belt. So he's like, fucking hell, sitting next to Mark Hughes. I was at Wrexham when he scored that unbelievable goal against yeah. Spain. And I knew he'd obviously been to Barcelona. So I've gone, um, what was Barcelona like? He went, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I've gone, right, okay. I've gone, but it's better at Munich, isn't it? And yeah. <laughs> right, he don't want to talk, so I fucking shut up for the next six hours. <laughs> I did not say a word. Did not say a word. He's no. all right, though, isn't he? I, I got more claps off Sparky than I did anybody else. 
Well, going back to, we played in the, in the Kirin Cup. Got sent off for Wales as well, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. We played in the Kirin Cup uh, in Japan in 91, I think it was. So there was us, uh, the host, Japan, and Argentina. Um, I think Batistu played for Argentina. Mm. He scored the winner against us. We lost 1-0. And uh, one of the best chances I've had, and it's one of those, once again, as you see it come into the back post, you think, yeah, hit the target, it's a goal. And Gary Speed, bless him, he's made a great run down the lane. He's picked me out the back post and I'm thinking, I've scored, finally scored for Wales. Header goes in the side net, ended it. Gutted, gutted. And they got sent off against Japan for something. I mean, straight red card as well. Straight red card. I had Peter Shreves, remember Peter Shreves? Yeah. Cockney geezer, yeah. You let, your, you let your family down, you let us down. I'm like, I'm looking at it, I've hardly touched him. I'm chasing after one of their midfielders, and as I'm chasing him, his knee's hit in there, so he's tripped up, tripped up. so he's gone flying. It's not even a yellow card. Mm. I've turned around, and the ref from Hong Kong is like that. I was going to say, where was the ref referee card? from? Hong Kong. Yeah. You've got no Siri chance, have you? Um, so, yeah, and then we played a home game in the Millennium against, I think it was Armenia, and Ryan Giggs has taken the corner. I've made a run to the near post. Once again, I'm, you're inside the six-yard box, hit the targets, a goal. Mm. And it's nearly impossible. I did. It's skimmed off the, the side of my head and it's gone back the past, back post. It's, it's literally nearly impossible to miss. So those, t those t two uh, stand out, really, that yeah. should have scored. Frustrating. Oh, mate, yeah. I'd, have loved to, I'd have loved to have scored in a, in a, in a Welsh shirt. Yeah, your home nation. Yeah. But sadly, it wasn't to me. It wasn't to me. Well, like you say, in Finnish, there was some... Yeah, and then, and then you had like Big John Artson, sort of. Yeah, Bellamy. Came in Bellas, Nathan Blake. What was, what was Savage like in the squad? Sav? Uh, Mr. Lucy mm. How did I do? How did I play? Yeah. How did I do? Seven. <laughs> Seven? Half fit and you're close, Great, yeah. Really? He used to take stock of that, didn't he? Like on a Monday morning, he used to get the rating. Yeah, see how, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, got, I, got, I, I got sticks there. He'd go round, mm. ask everyone. And, no, and most people would agree with the rating until the physio. It was always the physio went, oh, he's worth at least a seven. See, I told you, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> he was so insecure, yeah, wasn't he? I got, I got on all right with Sam. I rode with him a few times. Um, yeah, he's, he's good. He, he is what he is, isn't he? Yeah. You either love him or I, I got on really well That's with him. That's a good him. way of describing it. Yeah, I, I, I got on really well with Sam, to be fair. I still do now sort of thing mm -hmm. now he's got a bit big time sort of thing yeah. with that stupid Barney that he's got he's harmless isn't he? he he is harmless his heart's in the right place to tell you his heart is in the right place <laughs> you had your altercations Gerald didn't you but we'll say well, that it, when you play together only, only on the pitch only on the oh, right, yeah. Yeah. generally he was alright wasn't he I mean, there's absolutely only one winner there by the way oh yeah is there <laughs> that's true <laughs> that and it's true. not the blonde bombshell from Wrexham oh, he, got a, he got a little tickle <laughs> Off the tags, my son. Yeah, off the curb. Off that left hand off of yours. Kurgan yeah. from Lurgan. You got a little tickle <laughs> in the game, but yeah. It's all water under the bridge tonight. Overall, though, mate, you know, a long and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you told me when I said. Semi glittering first, career. A few highs, time. quite a lot of lows. Yeah. Um, a lot of tapestry, had, mate. Had you, had you told me, right, when I was starting off, that I'd play. Over 750 games in 20 mm. years and scored 239. Not that I remember. <laughs> two and two leagues. You are the start man, though, you I know, yeah. yeah. So you're not going to forget You've got your to own remember stats. your old stats, haven't you? Uh, two and two league goals. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, looking it's back. No, no, I can be quite sort of proud with it. But... I think if you played that long, 
you know, I think my career was... I was, I was lucky. I, if you don't get wood. injuries... Yeah. Apart yeah. from if you play against clumsy yeah. over here. Well, you know what I mean, like... But no knees and stuff. Yeah. No knees. Yeah. And, and the thing is... Yeah, I was quite lucky like that. I never relied on pace. I never had pace. So I didn't rely on that to get me... I relied on other things to get me goals sort of mm -hmm. thing. So it's not as if I had a yard or if I'd lost two yards, I just didn't have that yard to lose sort yeah. of thing. So I think that's why I could... Well, you just become more clever. Yeah, as older, yeah, don't you? yeah. I was looking at the program the other night. Teddy Shannon played the Premier League at forty. Yeah. Well, again, no pace. No pace. Mm. But goal scorer. Otherwise, you got really. Adapted. I'm not liking myself to Teddy Shannon before you. <laughs> no, say. I wasn't thinking that. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to say about that. So, Ian, just before we finish, uh, we have this little game we'd like to play with you, and what it's called is Desert Island Foxes. So basically, you're on a desert island, yep. you're marooned, you know, you're cut off, deserted from the rest of the world, and you've got three of your ex-Leicester City teammates that you can bring with you out onto this island. Uh, first of all, why do you bring them, and what jobs would you give them that, to make sure that your stay on this island is fulfilled? Right. I mean, the first one is quite easy. Uh, Walshie. <laughs> because we used to call him Sanatogen, is it? The little tap one a day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, you know, Walsh, he, yeah. he would give you something every day. He'd yeah. make you laugh every day. So, uh, I've never heard that about him. No. Yeah, we, honestly, we used to call him, oh, it's Sanatogen, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 one a day, every day. <laughs> Brilliant. So he's your entertainment. Yeah, he's my entertainment. I would say <laughs> Mick Whitlow. Yeah. And because just by any chance, right? Says that some alcohol gets swept up onto the beach. A bit like Castaway. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going to get. Which was a teetotal. Teetotal? Yeah, it so was. Hey, which is that nice? He'd let you have it anyway. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so there'd be one less, one less to get on the, yeah. on the last. So I'd take uh, Mickey. I like got to eat. I'm not, if food's quite sparse, not a lot of it. We're going to end up sort of oh, oh. Yeah, eating each other, aren't you? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Parks was a little bit, he carried oh. a little bit of weight, didn't he? Because <laughs> I, mean, I never played with you, obviously. Otherwise, um, so we're not looking to... down there. <laughs> 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 it's that, that padded jacket, mate. <laughs> uh, so with this, I think Parks had a little bit Parks, of meat on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if yeah. the worst got to the worst and the bananas and the coconuts sort of started running out. Yeah. Parks' thigh looks a bit. Yeah, you don't want Parks' arrival. No, no, do you? no, 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 no. So, yeah, Gary Parker, just to, in case the, the food ran out. Plenty I wasn't of, expecting that answer. Plenty of meat on him. <laughs> not, not for him to be a cook, but maybe him to be cook. Uh, he'd talk you to death, Parks, as oh, well, was, wouldn't he? He had that sort of. Was he from Oxford? Yeah. He had that accent as well, which made him even funnier, didn't he? Yeah, he's a funny boy, wasn't he? Good player, by the way. Just one quick little thing before we wrap things up. but... Um, Mentioned there, uh, so it's mentioned in here about uh, dementia aspect of things. You, you take tests, is that right? Yeah, you're yeah. Six months, and you think you've got quite a, a not a quite forgetful memory, if that's the right terminology. Yeah, I mean, but listening to you today, you haven't. Not where your football no, career is concerned, a, certainly. You can, I can remember goals from years past, but it's like stupid. And I, I think it's a bit of both, a bit of 
lack of concentration when you've been introduced to someone and oh this is this is Phil or this is yeah everyone you know, everyone you know does I mean? that, yeah. but um, there's a a, a professor um, at the UEA in Norfolk, uh, Dr. Michael Gray, Canadian bloke, really, really intelligent man, and he's come up with this scores project, mm. um, and he's got myself and Jeremy Goss involved. And it's just like little tests that you do on a do on a uh, iPad, laptop, yeah. and, it, and just quite simple directions and different things. Um, and he said, "Well, would I take part?" Sort of thing. Um, and they're in talk, getting more funding from the FA, the PFA, because they need a bit more funding. And it's not just for ex-male professionals, it's for females, because mm. obviously we all suffer, people mm. from both genders suffer from Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, so I've got involved with that. Not that I'm worried, don't keep me awake at night, but it's just a, where have I put that? Yeah, where's Do you know what I mean? Yeah, where's, where's, where's keys? Silly yeah. little things. Comforting thing myself is I yeah, used to do that yeah. when I was twenty, as mm. well. I'm still doing it now, but because because the late, things like later. years later, and to, mm. you know, the, the way the three of us played, and people will only see your head in a ball in in a game, and like every goal kick against you, one of you going up for it and heading it. Mm. I've got to go up for every goal. I'm gonna go back for every set piece. Yeah, you got to come up for every set piece in defence. The amount of times you head a ball, not to just be fair, in game, more in training. In training, more exactly, in training. on a daily basis. Yeah, like I remember at Watford, we when I was a young kid, you'd finish off by an hour crossing yeah. and finishing, heading balls, just bang, lumping bang, balls from sixty yards away. And it weren't these light balloons they play with now, mm. like the big old mighty things, wet, bang, you come off your, your head to be spinning. Yeah, it's true. It's be spinning. It's not. It's not what you do in a game. It's as you say, from a Monday to Friday, the amount of times you head a ball mm. in training. It's is a concern. Anyway, son. Cheers, boys. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Absolutely. Good to see you. I've enjoyed seeing you today more than I normally do. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I show you what you mean with your lack of homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or is that how you remember everything? You just write it down. I've got to write it down. Yeah. 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 And then it's just keep keep reading it. And if it's on the radio, you can do that, because obviously I do a lot of radio work now, um, and it don't matter, because no one can see it, can they? No one can see you reading notes and that, but if you're doing stuff for TV, it's not good to have a book in front of you. And, but yeah, I do like little reminders. Yeah, but just doing that yourself helps you prepare anyway, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Top man. Good, Cheers, Matty. Top man, pal. Thank you very <laughs> much. Thank you. So that was you and Robert. I thought that was brilliant, Matt. Yeah, really entertaining stuff. Expected nothing else, mate. He's uh, plenty to say, plenty to talk about, isn't there, for his career? Uh, good lad, Ewan, and uh, no one's going to enjoy it. Long career as well, eh? So, you know, to say, you know, a player from effectively our area to have that length of career, you know, I'm not saying it's unusual, but. Semi-rare, as you would say. <laughs> yeah, and I, I particularly enjoyed the one where he thought he scored the golden goal winner in the playoff. Yeah, that was Millennium right. Stadium. Well, what a ricket. 70-odd thousand people, Millennium Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. Think he scored the winning goal. Oh, by the way, get your head on. <laughs> Next five minutes from the manager. Oh, well. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, well. Peaks and troughs. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's a good speaker. So there you have it. That was uh, our, our last podcast with you and Roberts. And just remember, if you've got any comments, 
or anybody who you'd like us to interview, then please put them in the comments below. And remember to subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from.